Oi, you lot. You're listening to Garage Epizode 278. On tonight's episode, the Manlings talk about all the things they've been doing in the hobby that don't have anything to do with a book. They've been doing a lot of books. They're tired of books. And guess what? They got a small gap between more books. So they're going to talk about hobbying. Like anyone cares what that manling does with his models. He can't paint. He can barely play. I'm not certain why he does this show. What do I care? I'm just doing the announcements. Shut it! I'm listening to me show. Welcome to the garage, you tools. For the next couple of hours, we're going to do our best to keep you informed, entertained, and have a few laughs along the way. Bringing you assembly and painting and gaming? I'm Dave Whitek, and with me as usual here is Lindsay, the albino Canadian hockey puck. Say hi, Lindsay. So, yeah, that's right, Lindsay. Yeah, uh, looks like since uh, Chris is now the permanent co-host of the show, he's going to have to start uh, jumping in and doing this opening segment. Uh, but, you know, I do the end segment. The master engineer and, and my co-host are supposed to do this intro segment. So... Looks like that's where it's going to start being pretty soon. Pretty soon. Uh, okay, guys. Thanks for tuning in again to Garage Hammer. And uh, before we get started and I bring Chris in, I just want to take a time to thank the sponsors of Garage Hammer, which those of you who listen know that it's uh, our our wonderful, wonderful, generous, and beautiful sponsors are... Chaos Orc Superstore, that's Chaos Orc Superstore, Chaos Orc Superstore, Chaos Orc Superstore, Chaos Orc Superstore, Chaos Orc Superstore. In case you weren't listening, I did say Chaos Orc Superstore, and you can find them at chaosorc.com. Also, Six Squared Studios, that's the number six squaredstudios.ca. They can get you bases, they can get you 3D printing, they can get you tokens. They can do all sorts of things. If you need some sort of thing for your hobby that isn't a a mat or your dice, you can probably get things like that from Six Squared because that's what they do. And, of course, Grognard Games because there's always something happening at Grognards. Yeah, Grognards. Uh, Black Friday sales happening if you're listening to this before Black Friday. Um yeah, there's so much going on, and uh, Todd's got the store uh, just kicking. There's so many things happening, constantly getting restocked. It's it's a beautiful thing. If you are in the Chicagoland area, you should really check out Grognards. And if not, uh, you know, they, they do. You can buy stuff over the phone. They will ship. In fact, I believe they do free shipping for orders over $100. So, um, you know, Grognards. Grognards. All right. Uh, what else? Uh, should thank the Patreon patrons because those are the guys who are giving money to a free show, which is both wonderful and glorious and insane at all the same time. And that includes our associate producers, Christopher Sanders, Big Jake, and Jake Corman. Um, oh. Yep, Christopher Sanders, Big Jake, and Jake Corman. I'm reading that correctly. Uh, executive producers, Colin Miller, Tyler McDonald, and Scott Milne, and our newest patron, Red Martin. Thank you, each and every one of you guys, for and all of our patrons, current, 
past and those of you who might be considering becoming patrons in the future, all of you who make up the 1% who make this show and everything we do on it possible, thank you so much. Uh, also, don't forget that we have voicemail. Uh, voicemail is at 1-757-GH-SHOW-6. That's 1-757-GH-SHOW-6. International callers dial 00 and then 1-757-GH-SHOW-6. That's right. Uh, I don't think I have a voicemail right now. I'm not certain if I do or I don't. I gotta admit, I'm a little helter-skelter right now, guys. Just got home, used the restroom, rushed down here, and am starting the show. Um, it's been a busy couple of days for YTech. That's kind of the way things have been. And so, um... Yeah, that's basically how things are, and can't do anything about that. So uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back, and when we do come back, uh, Chris will be here, and we will be talking about uh, all sorts of hobby stuff. That's right, hobby stuff. That's what happens, hobby stuff, Um, because we love hobby, and that's what we've been doing besides uh, actually just hanging out and playing games. So we'll be back. Folks, Chaos Orc Superstore, your one-stop shop for all your hobby gaming needs. They've not only got current and classic GW releases, Chess X Dice, and Vallejo Paints, but now they're also carrying Mantic, Infinity, Flames of War, Privateer Press, Soda Pop, Dark Age, and other assorted board and miniature-based games. They usually ship within 24 hours, and the model in the picture is the model they ship to, because at Chaos Orc Superstore, what you see is what you get. And we are back. Hello. Yeah, me, Chris, and Lindsay's ducking out here at this point. Uh, Chris, how's it going? Good. Very good. How are you? I am feeling wonderful. It's been a crazy busy week. I am so Mm. glad to just be sitting and recording and doing something. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, Thanksgiving is literally just around the corner. Mm -hmm. You got big, uh, big plans? I mean, we're going by my in-laws, you know, and there'll yeah. be, you know, seven or eight of us, but that's about it, you know. We yeah. just go hang out, you know. Nice. Yeah, uh, you know, it's, you know, you get together with family, you have something to eat, you know, it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's the it's the day after Thanksgiving that gets crazy. Uh, we don't do all the shopping. However, we definitely do the take these next three days before you got to go back to work and get all the Christmas stuff up. Oh, right. Yeah, we do the same thing on Friday. Yeah. Put the tree up, put the lights up, all that stuff. Yeah, well, it's basically, but it's it's just me. So <laughs> yeah, everyone says they're going to help, and then that doesn't. That's not how that works. So mm. it's just me. So yeah. it's it's a it's a slog to get it all done, <laughs> especially getting the outside stuff done. Because I don't mind setting up the outside stuff, but honestly, 
that's just for everybody else, and we don't have a big mm-hmm. front yard, so it's kind of like mm-hmm. I got to figure out a way to get a few things in there and make it all work without messing yeah. up. You know, attaching stuff to my house. You're not climbing on the roof or anything. Though. Are you kidding? Hey, I'm just asking. I have no balance. I have no knees. I can barely walk <laughs> upstairs. Like I, you know, and that, but that's part of the problem. I kind of just do it right on the little front porch, and then there's some mm-hmm. of the stuff on the lawn, and yeah. that's about it. And it, it, you know, it's it's not as nice as I'd like it to be, but I just don't have a lot of room to do stuff like the Halloween setup. That gets crazy, but I don't have to yeah. attach lights to the house and stuff. You know what I mean? That's good. Gotcha. So, yeah, it's, we're going to get that done. It's going to get done. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess uh, they announced that the Nurgle book is going to be coming out Ooh-hoo. soon. I'm excited about that. Oh, yeah. Um, but we've basically – I now, and I know there's going to be people who are like, you didn't cover this book from forever ago, and, and you're right, we didn't, but – which one? I uh, we've missed a couple. I know we have. <laughs> like when when uh, you know back when we were waiting to let the FAQs and stuff come out and then cover it and then yeah. we wouldn't and then new stuff would be happening and we just kind of didn't get around to a couple of them, especially a couple of them that I think I I don't think we did the Overlords when they got their new book. Like mm, okay, I mean, there's just Zinch, a Zinch book. I think we did the Zinch book, right? Might have. I don't remember. Like, yeah. I honestly, I don't re- – that's the thing. I'd have to go and sift through all the old episodes to figure out mm-hmm. what books we – so at this point, we got the new edition, and I'm just – we're up to date on the newest books, and I'm content. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yep. Uh, instead of scrabbling back, like, we have a week where there's no book out right now. I don't have to cover any – so it's like, whew, what do you want to talk about? Like, we have yeah. covered books for so many months mm-hmm. now. It's like, oh, and then so <laughs> – like, we can talk we, about dragons. We haven't done the toolbox in yeah. in I don't know when. So, like you said, let's do that. Let's just yeah, yeah. let's have some fun and talk toolbox. Yeah, which man. I think this whole episode is going to be basically one big toolbox. People have been asking about how you your paint schemes for things. Sure. And we've been doing a lot of hobby. We got a lot of other. So we're just, you know, if you're not interested in, in just listen to us talk about all the fun we have in the hobby when we're not reading a book. Uh, you know, if if that's not your thing, I don't know what to tell you. But <laughs> well, if you, we're gonna we're gonna talk about our, the game that we yeah, played probably. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, it's yeah, we're gonna have just tactics, this is maybe. Yeah, this is what we're doing when we're not reading a book, right? Which is great. And then I don't yeah. know what we're gonna do next episode, but then the Christmas episode is coming up, and I believe mm-hmm. Rotor is gonna join us for our very cool year end wrap up and talking about our you know the the our favorite things and what's going on. Yeah. Um. I'm just so excited. I'm like, it's just, it's, I don't have to go over a bunch of stuff, but we have so many things that we've done. I, I just, mm-hmm. I, you know, let, I'll, let's stop talking about it and get to it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. So, uh, like I said, this whole episode is the toolbox brought to you by Chaos Orc Superstore. Uh, yeah, cool. yeah. So, uh, we've got <laughs> hobbying, we got gaming, we got other, um, mm-hmm. It's Dragon Week, according to Games Workshop. It is Dragon Week. Now, they Pretty updated sweet. the rules or the points or something for the dragons, they did. didn't they? Yeah. What happened with the points? You know what? I went gl- up. Yeah, of course they did. Have you seen those rules? People are proxying their dragons, and it's brutal. Yeah. Um, those dragons are really good. And if you want to take mm-hmm. an all-dragon army, it gets it's crazy. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that they decided to change the points before anyone had a chance to buy their dragons. 
<laughs> you know, but I'm saying, how many times have you seen they've released something and been like, "Ooh, yeah. that's not right," and then they do a point change, like you made us buy all this stuff, and then you change the points, and then the conspiracies all start, and and then oh, you, you I see get, what you're saying. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Everyone starts yeah. complaining, and then you get the people on the internet who are all gatekeeping, and they're like, "This is why we hate Games Workshop," and I only <laughs> make 3D printing things, and and I'll never buy a thing from them again, and I hate them so much, but I still play their game even though I steal it, and I. <laughs> don't understand those people but right. you know what i'm talking about oh yeah and I'm, so i'm just glad they changed the points before anybody was able to buy a dragon model so nobody mm -hmm. feels like i bought all this and now i can't use it yeah um those dragons they, are brutal they are so they're pretty cool yeah mm. yeah they're they're pretty awesome um so that happened uh and it's dragon week we uh, i have been doing so much hobbying yeah me too in the past few weeks like in between all the stuff i have to do like for in real life like every time i get a chance to sit down i've been hobbying so i'm so glad for this episode okay um so i, I don't normally when we do the toolbox you talk about hobby and then we talk about mm -hmm. our gaming and then we talk about other before we jump mm -hmm. into the topic and i don't want to end the show on other so it's our other first uh, do we want to go first? Or we want to stick it in the middle. I kind of mm. like. I don't know what to do. I feel like we haven't really talked any Warhammer, and if we start with other people who, oh yeah, people who already well, so get mad that the whole first segment is just thanking <laughs> sponsors and patrons, like they get mad and they just <laughs> skip the whole first segment. If we yeah. don't talk some Warhammer, I feel like those people are just going to turn the episode off. Well, let's talk about hobby then. Painting. Yeah, let's talk about some hobby. We've been working on. Uh, you know what? Why don't you go first? Because I know you got a lot, and we can sort of roll through things. Sure. Because I've been working on one thing. <laughs> yeah, I've been working on a bunch of different stuff just because I. You have. Just, you sent me the list, and I'm like, dang, yo. But then again, I forgot. You were like, you were like the Warhammer Renaissance man. You play all the Games Workshop stuff. I, I play the the big systems, and I'd like to play some more of the specialist stuff, but it's just try, trying to find people to play against you know that's the right that's the key although i'll yeah. play kill team with you because once i went yeah, out absolutely. and did that the kill team flipping rules so yeah, i want to try it oh it's so good so, so i've been painting stormcast yeah yep just so okay, paint before you go into all of it just list mm -hmm. all the different armies you've been working on let's do this because <laughs> this will be fun okay folks get ready so i've been working on stormcast uh -huh. eternals I've been working on my Slanesh. Uh huh. I have painted, actually painted a Chaos Space Marine. That's okay. Reason. That's three different things. Yep. Uh, I painted my. I painted a unit of orc knobs. I, Four. I, 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 yep. Uh, Four. I painted a Chaos Giant. Five. Uh, I painted some Ultramarines. Six. <laughs> and that might. I think that's it. Okay, so you've been working on six different, yeah, basically factions slash armies. Yeah, that's amazing. So, uh, is there an army for forty k or Warhammer or Age of Sigmar that you don't own? And I don't now, and I don't mean every yeah. single branch of the of the of the uh, Space Marines. Although you know some of them have their own specific designs, like Space Wolves and sure. Blood Angels. What what do you own? Just let the let the audience because oh, you've been doing this forever. Like, is there anything you 
what don't you have? Like, which so, armies don't you have for Age of Let's start with Age of Sigmar since that's so the, Age the show. of Sigmar. You know, I'm gonna let me just get the list here. There you go. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. So bring out the uh, long files. So, so Grand Alliance Order. I have a Cities of Sigmar army. Uh huh. I have. I mean, I, I have a Seraphon army. Uh huh. Stormcast Eternals army. Uh huh. I can play Sylvaneth. Mm-hmm. Um, I can play Beasts of Chaos, Blades of Corn, Disciples of Zeech, Hedon Knights, Magakin, Skaven, Slaves to Darkness. I could play Night Haunt, Soulblight Grave Lords. I could play Gloomspite Gits, Ogres, Oric War Clans. And yeah, there you go. That's so. It. Wait, what? Okay, so you don't have realm Lumineth realm lords, am I correct? I, I mean, I, I have an elf army from the world that was, so I could theoretically proxy a bunch of stuff. But I don't technically have a Lumineth realm lords army. I don't okay. have any of the new models. But you have the old high elf army, and you had an old dark elf army. Yeah, I do. Yep, I have. And old you dark had a wood elf army. army, so you had. I have a wood elf army, yeah. and I have just I have a tragic amount of dryads. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. Uh, so you don't have Ossiarch Bone Reapers, am I correct? Nope. So you That's don't have correct. Bone Reapers, and nope. do you have the the Ghoul Army, whatever the the uh, the Flesh Eater Courts? I mean, I I mean I have Ghouls and Crypt Ghouls. I probably don't have enough to play an army because I don't have any Terror Geists. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I could loan you some of those if you ever wanted to. So you you could field almost every army in in Age of Sigmar, almost. Yeah, well, and I, I could play Chaos Dwarves too. Oh, they're not they're not actually on this list, but see, yeah, I knew you could. <laughs> I the old big could. hats, the old metal guys. Oh, I, one of these days I'm going to buy them from you. Oh man, they're sweet. I still have Barnett's and and that's the one army that he told me I can't. I I have his stuff, and he's like, you you can get rid of my Tomb Kings if you find someone who mm-hmm. wants them. You can right. sell the Dark Elves. You could sell the Bretonians. <laughs> Don't sell the Chaos Dwarves. And I'm like, no, yeah. I I never would. Like that, that <laughs> I love that army almost as much as he does. And he, yeah. paint, it's like if I if I find metal, you know, big hats, I'll I'll buy mm-hmm. them. Like I will pick them up and add to his army just because yeah. I love them. You know what I found in my stash of stuff? I found fifteen sneaky gets. Remember nice. the metal sneaky gets? Yeah. With like the, you know the two hand. Like that was kind of fun. That's you could great. Use, I could use those, and they could use those for the hobgrots, right? Yeah, I suppose you could. Yeah, I mean they got the same weapons. I like those old, the old ones. Like Christopher had a bunch, and he he used them as his hobgoblins. But he did mm-hmm. a lot of them, the different bodies, and then he put on all the heads with those furry tops, like the you know from the the rider heads. With, mm-hmm. That were in the furry, the furry fur-lined sure. brown hats. Sure, sure. So his so I'm all talking had about, those. So were they plastic though? I think his were yes. So I'm talking about the metal ones. Yeah, you've got the old metals, which metal was so funny. Sneaky gets those are crazy. People were pointing out when we when we put pictures up of our game. They're like, <laughs> yeah. "Is that a metal old an old metal bloodthirster?" It's like, yeah, bloodthirster <laughs> yeah. junior. Yeah, he was on a proper base though. Yeah, and then Here's you're like, the li- I have the metal, the metal, uh, the corn uh, guys. Yeah, and- the, the flesh hounds, blood letters, blood crushers, all that. The stuff. metal blood letters look so funny. It's yeah. like you, you kind of, I've, you know, the the plastic ones I've seen forever. Yeah, like, and you you just take for granted how nice they look, and then you see the old metal ones. They're like one yeah. solid piece. The horns don't even really stand off on their own. You're like, right. wow, like there's like wow, there's, th- there's three 
there's at least three different versions of metal blood letters. There's like really old ones. <laughs> like the really old ones with like the reverse jointed legs, like those guys. Okay. And then there's sort of the the ones who have they're actually they have swords. The 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 metal ones have swords, they're big kind of chunky looking guys. Uh-huh. And then they release new other ones that have all have axes. So those are the last metal ones before they came out with the newer plastic ones. Do you have all three of them? I don't have any of the super old ones. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm just curious. And I, guess okay. I, I guess, and I guess I could say I could play like, I mean, like I say I have a Cities of Sigmar army, but I could play like five or four or five different Cities of Sigmar armies. Because I, I have two old dwarf armies. I have an empire army. I've I'm cleaning it. out the basement the other day working on stuff, and I'm cleaning up, and I find, and I, I, you know, I found it before and forgot I had it. But I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got like 15 Pistolier Riders. Oh, yeah. And I've got a bunch of the war machines, like the cannons and, yeah. the, and the rocket batteries. Mm-hmm. And then I got, a, some, I got some of the, 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 you know, the flagellants yeah. and some regular. I'm like, I, could, I might you be able to do a city. Now, I don't have any more Stormcast, but all I had was a really old one. So if I wanted to get a few, I just bring it. I just get a few Stormcast, yeah. and mix them in there. I could play either a Stormcast with you know from the thing, or I could do a Cities Army, which sure. I didn't even know I could do. I'm not doing that right now because <laughs> I'm focusing on, totally on one thing. I know. But here we're, we we've gone off track again because now it's time. What 40k armies? Okay. Do you have? Let's go through this so, list. So I have a Blood Angels Army. Uh huh. I have a Grey Knights Army. Uh huh. I have Space Wolf Army, uh-huh. an Ultramarines Army, uh, and then I've got obviously a Chaos Demon Army because if you've got Fantasy Demons, you can play Chaos Demons. Uh-huh. I have a Chaos Space Marine Army. I have a Death Guard Army. I have a Craft Worlds Eldar Army and a massive Orc Army. Your Orc Army is huge. It is. It's it's crazy. Yeah, in fact, you've got you're getting Games Workshop was nice enough to send us what is that the orc what is that thing called? The, the orc the kill rig the kill rig yeah they they were I, I got that and I'm like, I'm like um what like <laughs> and you know what I looked at it and I'm like ah you know I've been wanting to start an orc army for forty maybe I'll start a forty k orc army too and then all of a sudden like like reality slapped me in the face said hey stupid you just got rid of all your forty k stuff yeah and I almost I, I almost bought one of the get started boxes for the orc Ooh. and I'm like. I almost did it. I was there. I was looking at it at at, at Grognards, <sighs> and but so I was like, you know what, Chris, you have a huge orc army. You're you're part I of do. the show. You 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 take this one. Nice. Get that painted yeah, up. Look at it. That thing is cool. It is cool. It's really cool. It was cool enough that it almost made me start an army with <laughs> one stupid model. I was just like, ugh. Yeah. But I've, I've got I've got like orc fever going on right mm-hmm. now. That's the problem. I think I don't know who who I don't know. What mind reading, you know, uh, psychic hood wearing guy at Games Workshop <laughs> knew that I had orc fever? Yeah. But all of a sudden, the kill rig shows up, and I was oh just like, "Oh my god!" Just shows what? up. What? What? And I was, cool. I was like, "Oh my god, this is awesome! It looks yeah. so cool!" And then I was at Grognards the next day, picking up some other stuff, going, "You know, I could just, this, you know, I just because I just." Uh, yeah. And Harrison just shakes his head. Harry, <laughs> when we first started playing, neither of us got the orcs, like the like the you know the sort of clown princes of Warhammer. Yeah, you know the soccer hooligan thing just totally didn't do it for us. Mm-hmm. And here it is, like ten years later, and I'm just like, I 
love the purity of this yeah. whole thing. We we exist to fight. It's what we love. Yeah. I love the purity of it and I just it's 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 really it's 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 revitalized my my hobby lately. That's it fantastic. Really has. And you know, considering how long I played Vampire Counts and then I played Undead and then the Gravelords came out and all I wanted to do was go it was like I gotta finish rebasing all that stuff, and it's all this stuff yeah. I have. And do I want to paint news? It's like you know what? I think I'm, I think I'm gonna play with these orcs. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! So. Oh, we didn't talk about the Middle Earth. So. Oh, you. Oh, that's right. Okay, <laughs> I forgot about that game. Uh, and I mean, you know, one of the I don't, listeners... I don't have. I don't have a lot. I have. I have a Warriors of Minas Tirith army, and I have a, like an Uruk High army. Okay, well, so. we're gonna have to play and do a garage gamer on that. Oh, yeah. Because literally forever ago, one of the listeners was kind enough to send me like the 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 starter box that came with the Rohirrim and the yeah. and then it came with the witch king or the guy on the on the yeah. and I got it and I built it and I primed it and I started getting it ready and I had nobody to play it with mm. and he was like really super nice too because he's also, like he sent me like some extra stuff so I got the extra I got like the like the the whole like the Hobbit dwarf like I got a bunch of the dwarf set and stuff and it's like I've been wanting to play this and I don't have anyone to play with so now that I know you play this, of course I should have known you play this. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, duh! It's got Games Workshop on it, and it's a major <laughs> right. system. So right. yeah, so that's something else we're going to be doing. We have so much mm-hmm. that we're going to do. I'm yeah. so excited about that. Oh, I'm so excited about that. Like yeah, seriously, so mention. So yeah, so Underworlds. We can play Underworlds. We gotta play. Uh, I just played. Uh, to totally sidetrack because we're doing hobby and we'll talk about that. The new system when I was at uh, when I went to go hang out at Herner's tournament with uh, mm-hmm. Rotor and Fenske and them. Yeah, uh, we played the oh, Her- Harrow Deep Rival? or whatever it is. Yeah, Rivals. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I still I still don't one hundred percent get how. In fact, I think I do now. I didn't at the time because mm-hmm. uh, you can just play with the the sets they give you, but they also yep. have universal cards in there, so you could start making your own decks if you want to. Right, so there's two versions. There's the championship format, which is you build your deck just like it's always been. That's like, you know, he's picked cards from the current set, you know, mm-hmm. that's available. And you pick the cards, you know, that's what you do. And then there's rivals. So rivals is you play with the cards that come with the warband. So that's now, it. but if you're playing with the old ones... Like the mm-hmm. stuff that came up yep. before before Herodeep. You uh-huh. can play with you still have to make your deck. Like No. Well it turns out format you're playing. Well I think don't but they did they do they have a list of what they actually just standard came with that first deck? Because yes. they yes. Okay. So you can play so start so starting at But you can play ugh. with any of the cards that are faction specific from the old decks. Because you can make your you, you can still you it's just the universal cards that are out. Am I correct? So it, it again. It depends on what format you're playing. So well, if you're I, playing think any, ri- I think if you're playing any, rivals format, uh-huh. you have to play with the cards that came with that faction. Okay, is that there they, a list they, of that anywhere? There is. There okay. is. It's it, yeah. And then so, but if you're playing a deck that's like really, or playing a faction that's really old, there's a set that came out, and it's called um, oh, what is it? But it's I was called, under the uh, impression that no matter what you're playing, the old universal cards are out. 
the the, the, the very original ones are because they're just out of rotation. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I was I was under because when I was listening to someone else was explaining it because I get confused. Mm-hmm. I'm old. Um, it's a, you can play those old like if you want to play the the you know the the skeleton ones that came out that's fine, but yeah. you can only use either the new cards or the old cards with that skeleton faction logo on it. Like you have to keep it to the faction cards now. Yeah, if you're playing universal or a championship format, you all the cards that have the symbol of your warband on it, no matter when they came out, are you legal. Can pretty, you can pretty much use those. Yeah, there's a couple of exceptions. And then they just rotate out the non-faction Pacific cards depending on what season you're in. Well, and that's I mean, that's kind of like magic, right? Once it gets a little yeah. bit old, they dump it. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I, I don't have a problem with that. So if you're if you're if your faction is super old, like it doesn't have its own faction Pacific cards anymore, you can play the Silent Menace Universal deck, which came out for Dire Chasm. Okay. And that's and that's basically, it's it's a universal deck that's meant for rivals war bands that don't have their own cards Ugh, see you're already talking me out of playing this i'm already confused no it's not that complicated i know it's not it's just you know what here's the thing i don't want to this is what's going to keep me out of this game mm. i don't want to have to buy everybody's freaking models yeah, to get their cards you don't have to do that anymore. As long as I don't have to do that, I, I nope. think I'm willing to play because yeah, you don't, boy did I have fun. Definitely don't have to do that. Yeah, you I definitely just, don't have to do that. That's what that's that's what killed it for me. When mm-hmm. every season I had to buy eight of these thirty or forty dollars set, are they like forty dollars sets? Yeah. So that I get all the cards. I don't want to have. Yep. I don't want to do that. Like if right. I don't have to do that, I'm. I, I yeah. probably will will get a set and play because I had a lot of fun. But that's yeah, because right. Yeah, that's not game time. Because all you have to do is, you know, get the war band that you like, mm-hmm. and I like that orc uh, one. I played that orc one; it's fun. Yeah, so you you just pick up the, you know, headrax mad mob headrax mad mob or whatever, you know, or something like that. They have there, and they have a set of cards that comes with that. And that's the only deck you ever use, as long as you're just playing rivals. I, I may, I may, I may pick up that box for the new set, and just because it's got the Stormcast and it's got the the new, yep. the the Cruel Boys. Yeah. And it was, I for, I liked the game. Yeah, it's fun. I forgot how much I enjoyed the game until we started playing it, and then we started playing. Yeah. It, and I want, like I said, I I know I'm totally, I am leading this show off the tangent deep end. Um. It was just having to keep up with all that stuff that really just yeah. got under my skin. Yeah, um, I'm the same way because, because you know, I was playing it a little bit, and you just you just run into somebody who's playing and they play a card, and you're like, man, I've never seen that card. You know, you don't know what it, and it's like, you know, that kind of. I, stuff. I was not having any fun until Brandon Casson, my friend Brandon, who he was playing that a ton with his friends. Mm-hmm. Like I was not able to. Like there was just so many things, and I had this goblin army, and I had the cards that it kind of came with. And he's like, "Look, let me help you build your deck." Yeah. And he built the deck for me, and then sort of explained what he did. And I'm like, "Okay, mm-hmm. thanks." Once I had something that I was comfortable with, and it's like this plays to your strengths. Play with these cards, you know. And I'm like, "Oh, okay." Got to know my deck. I was having so much fun. In fact, yeah. that that last year at Adepticon, I was helping run it. And mm-hmm. like when things were going smooth and it was quiet or in between rounds, like Rotor would come over and be like, I'm done with my game. We'd run over and get a quick game in. 
of yeah. Underworlds, and then I'd go back to helping because we just you could sit down, boom, play the game, and it was yeah. always fun. Yeah, and they've cleaned up the rules for at they least, have. Uh, and I like where that's I like where it's going. Yeah, they I added like some new stuff. They had some new rules here and there with every new edition. But they also, it seemed like even the stuff like, I remember when it first came out, you roll off to see who goes first, and then they had mm-hmm. the different things. Or when you'd have support, and I don't know how long ago they changed this, but it was always like, if I have yeah. one support and you have two support, yeah. then I don't get any support and you get one support. And now yeah. it's just like, you get what you get. You get what right. you have, yep. Yep. and everybody gets it. And then you're rolling dice. You got more chances to hit, more chances to keep the game moving. I mm-hmm. had so much fun that I said I wasn't going to talk about this, and now I'm talking about it. <laughs> uh, I was going to wait until it's actually my turn. This is why I said you should start because I'm just going to keep interrupting because I'm, no, I'm a jackal. No, I think it's fine. Uh, it, oh, it was so much fun, though. Yeah. It was, and it's, you know, we we're playing, and it's like, I like that they that, that that at least for these two, the deck everything they had had a nice feel, a nice flavor that felt like that faction's mm-hmm. lore, like it played to that faction's story. And I, I can't wait to play again. So if you yeah. want to, we'll play. Yeah, let's do it. We're gonna get a list of things we're doing now. This I is know. so nice. But hey, we live near each other, and you wanna you wanna play. So badly, and you're willing to come and play. So, like, okay, I yeah. have no excuses anymore. We're going to play. Yeah, let's do it. Cool. All right. So, okay. So, we were talking about all the armies you own. Still, we were still right. in the armies you own section before I derailed us like an like a jack off. So, oh, that's good. Um, so, oh goodness. So, how many armies is it for 40k? Did we list? Was it 10? We listed them. Uh, let me see. I don't Just count them up many. real quick. We talked right, about them. Okay, so I don't. Here, you keep track of them. Okay, ready? Go. Here we go. Uh, Blood Angels. Yep. Gray Knights. Uh huh. Space Wolves. Space Wolves. Ultramarines. Ultras, yeah. Because, um, yeah, you had four You had four Astartes armies. Yeah. And, and you had the Ca- Chaos, Chaos Space Marines. Chaos Demons. Yep. Chaos Space Marines. Yep. Death Guard. Craft Worlds. Eldar. Uh huh. Uh, and, and the orcs. orcs and orcs. Not too many Xenos. You got nine armies, and seven of them are are Marines of some sort. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I love them too. Even though they're the bad guys too. Everybody oh, shades yeah. of gray. I don't care, man. I love them. Uh, okay. So between your eight hundred armies, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and we'll talk about all your painting. I have been working on Cruel Boys. That's it. So let's see. So what have you been doing with your Stormcast? Because I know you've been painting up... Uh... So I've been painting Vindictors. That's correct, right? Vindictors? I think so, not, yeah, because it's not, not Vindicators. Not, that's not a Vindicator, different thing. That's Space Marine Tank. Okay. Yep. Vindictors. I painted... Yeah, I painted a unit of five in Hammers of Sigmar Colors. Uh, they're sitting... Yep. So I did them. Those guys are cool. There's any other kind. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had bought one of the, I don't know if he was made to order, but I bought the Dacian Anvil guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, he's like a quester, Lord uh, Knight Questor. I put him together. I got to paint him. Uh, I bought a box of the new Annihilators at Grognar Games. Um, and I put them together, and I painted one to completion. Not the- and I've got... 
you had the Dominion box, am I correct? Or I did. I do have it. So you had the you have the hammer shield guys that come with that. Yeah. So then did you uh when you bought the box, did you go you went big hammers, right? Oh yeah, for sure. So what do you think yeah. about that? Like I know everyone is gets all excited about the two plus save, but honestly mm. a three plus save is still pretty darn good. Oh, it's fantastic. I mean it's especially since you can get it to a two up save pretty easy. I mean there's lots of different ways to do that. Yep. So. And that hammer just. <laughs> I think just rocks. It's brutal. I, I, I can't wait to try it. Yeah, uh, I can uh, wait just a little bit, but I know. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So then I, uh, I'm painting them, and. And you're doing I, you're I, doing hammers, right? I'm doing great hammers on those guys. Do you know yeah. hammers, I mean, of hammers of Sigma? Hammers of Sigma. Yep. So, I've only that's all I've ever done. Okay, so you're like yes. me, you just went with the gold boys. Do you mm-hmm. prime gold? No. I, so, I prime black. Okay. I used to prime all gold and I ran into this and I never thought about it like how much because I, I couldn't figure out what it was that was irritating me about priming gold, although their mm-hmm. gold prime is nice. It is nice. And it's quick. It really gets you started. Mm-hmm. Um but I think it was Rotor who was talking because he was painting. And when you prime gold, all those underneath spots, like the dark in the shadow spots that are black, mm-hmm. and especially yeah. in between the gaps in their armor, it's like whatever they're wearing under there is all black. Yeah, It's hard to get in there and paint the black parts when you sp- spray it all gold. I'd almost mm-hmm. rather just spray it black. I just yeah. stopped doing the gold. By the end, I stopped doing the gold spray. I was just mm-hmm. curious what you were doing. Yeah, so I, I actually paint... Uh, primer on my models. I don't spray them. You brush prime. I do. What what, uh, what brand do you use for brush primer? Well, actually, I just use um, just a bad and black paint. Really? <laughs> yeah. So it's not even legit primer. No, that's all I've ever done. And I've wow. Been painting for I don't know. That's 30, kind thirty thirty years or whatever. You're a you're a rebel. You're a bad boy. That that's I know. that's I, I I'm I'm shocked. I don't even know mm-hmm. what to say. <laughs> I have this. Uh, I bought a like a when I bought my airbrush and decided I was going to become an airbrusher, which basically uh-huh. meant I really wanted to spend money and not not use it ever. <laughs> I did yeah. buy these big. They're like quarts of black and gray uh, airbrush primer. And it's actual primer, but it's nice and thin. I use that if I'm going to brush prime, like if it gets cold out okay. and I have sure. to do that. Um, it's It spreads out so smooth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe you just use a bad and black, and that's, that's, just, that's just base coat. That's it. <laughs> that's hysterical. I was always told you have to use like real primer so that it'll stick to the plastic. Otherwise, it's water-based. It's going to come off. And you don't have that problem, do you? I never, I've never had that problem. Do you, do, you, uh, do you clear coat it when you're done? No. I've never. <laughs> I tried that once like yeah. on my second army. I gave it a spray. I'm like, I don't like this. Yeah. I used to do it back in the day. I used to gloss coat. Oh, like the, gloss all my the art coat. The, uh, yeah, I used to gloss spray everything because they're all metal back then. They look they so shiny, just, and, and they would just chip like crazy if you didn't do that. Yeah. So I started doing that, and I was like, I, I didn't, honestly I didn't know any better. You know, I was like, I'm gonna do. And then I was like, I saw some other people's stuff. You know, you finally get out into the wide world and start playing other people, and they're like, oh, matte varnish is a thing. So matte varnish, and then I got. 
I, I bought like the testers. I, I like the testers yeah. flat varnish, but it just became a pain to spray it and get it on yeah. even and get it on right. Yeah, yeah. And then, then if you don't do it right, I mean, you you only have to ruin a couple of models with, you know, with matte spray that gets all cloudy on you. You're like, uh, nope, nope, never doing that again. And you have to do that before you do the bases proper because mm-hmm. it, if, if you do any sort of flock or anything on the base, that spray just gets all over it and gums it up and makes it look terrible. Yep, so I don't, I don't, I don't coat the models with anything. I don't anymore. either. Nothing, Dude, we are, nothing. We're kind of kindred spirits with this. <laughs> yeah. You know what it is? I think we're both lazy painters. <laughs> uh, I, I'm I'm in the camp of just get of get it done, get it on the table. That's where I'm at most of the time. Yeah. Um, I because I just want to play with the models. I want to get them done. Table, I want to make them look table yeah, tabletop, ready. Tabletop ready. I want to make them look good. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I don't like. I paint ultramarines. Like, I don't edge highlight my ultramarines. I just don't. I don't get. I don't get anything out of. <laughs> Painting edge highlights on, you know, Fenrisian gray on, Ugh. on blue armor. I mean, I just don't get anything out of it. I do, I do edge highlight my Stormcast blue, which is essentially the same thing. Yeah. I do edge highlight that, but there's not as much of it. And I think I did, I did my Space Wolf army though. I did edge highlight all those dang Space Wolves. <laughs> okay, yeah. you want to know what I did with my ultras? And it worked for me, and it actually didn't look too bad. Um, I couldn't go in and edge everything either. But I sprayed them blue, McCrag blue. Mm -hmm. And then the first thing I did was I would just, I would hit them with a wash. So you get that black and all the cracks. Yeah. Then I took a lighter blue. I forget Mm -hmm. which blue because it doesn't matter. Outdoor, outdoor. Probably. Probably. Outdoor guard blue, yeah. And then I just went in and dry brushed over the yeah. where the lines were real quick, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that would be super fast after the wash. And then I would just come in with the regular bottle of McCrag Blue or whatever mm-hmm. it was called, mm-hmm. and just on the big panely parts, if I got any dry brushy parts on them, I would just sort of quick, like not right up to the edge, yeah. not worrying about it being super clean because it didn't matter with the dry brushing, just... Yep. The, any larger panels, I just would slap in a little solid blue to make those parts look solid. Mm-hmm. Super quick. Yeah, that's a legit way to do it. Looked halfway decent. Mm-hmm. I tried. I tried to go in and sit there with <sighs> yeah. the edge highlight on all around mm-hmm. all the little panel edges. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got about two Space Marines in, and yep. I nope. said, you know what? Yeah. I have to hide the razor blades because I'm going to kill myself <laughs> if I have to do all of all 50 of these guys. Yeah, I, I look back on like I did do that to a couple of old my older models. I'm like, I just can't do it anymore. And I don't I honestly don't know how I got through the Space Wolves edge highlighting all those guys. I I I remember painting them, but maybe I just blacked out when I was doing the edge highlights. This is the best hobby segment ever. This is hobby <laughs> this is painting for people who don't like to take time painting. Like I yeah, like to so, get, yeah, so I mean, like basic ultramarines. I mean, it's just like I, I do, I do paint them black, and then I paint them McCrag blue, and then Drakenhof nightshade, wash the whole model. Yep, and then I basically dry, and I don't. Sometimes I dry brush them. Sometimes I paint them with <laughs> Altdorf guard blue. Just. You know, just get it. Just leave yeah. the McCrag. We leave the McCrag blue in like the cracks and stuff, and then I just paint 
you know, the gold with a um, retributor gold and yeah. wash wash that wash that with Reichland flesh shade and then that's it. And then you put the you know, so that's for like the shoulder rims and then the eagle and then you paint the guns black and silver, you know, and the metal bits and then eyes red, you know, and then I think the big thing with ultramarines and space marines in general is the decals. If you can get the decals looking right, you can get away with a, a lot of two foot, you know, the two foot test. Can I, can I just say I love doing the decals on them? Mm -hmm. And I was actually – I got pretty good at it, but I bought, yeah. the, I bought the, the Ultra Set and the Ultra whatever they're called. Yep. Like the, ultra Sol, Ultra Set, yeah. Yep, and then put that stuff on have there. It. And it looked so nice. Mm -hmm. With the Ultras, what, the trick with the Ultramarine, especially the big Ultramarine logo that, you know, mm -hmm. the, look, if, if people don't know it, they're like, why do you have an Indianapolis Colts logo? <laughs> uh, I would cut that around the, the, the big U – and yeah. then I would just put a cut, like from the top, like into the horseshoey section. Sure. So because it because that way when it goes on the shoulder pad, that little cut there allows it to just a little bend, a little give. Yeah. And you're not cutting into the thing. You're just basically putting a slice in, you know, yeah. into that section. I love doing decals. Yeah. I used, it's so I used much to fun. do that. I I used to do the same thing before. I got the micro set micro saw. As soon as I started using that, I didn't need to cut that little. Thing I do in it there anyway, anymore. just in case. Sure. Because every once in a while, if you're not careful, you get a wrinkle, and if you get a wrinkle, yeah. it really sucks. Yeah, it does. Um, well, you can usually work the wrinkle out if you put another you layer of yeah. the red stuff on there. But I was putting them um, all the lightning, bolt, the, like the the six different logos for the for the space, uh, not space, for the uh, uh, like stormcast and. Oh yeah, because they have the like the the lightning bolt or the or the different thing. I was doing that. I like, you know, and it's it's such a small thing that really mm -hmm. makes it pop. It makes oh it absolutely. Jump. You know, you put the little numbers on the side of your vehicles or stuff yep. like that. It's so clean. Yep. It's so crisp. Yep. But yeah, you know, I had a lot, I put that army out before you know the ultramarines at like a gaming event or whatever, and a lot of people will say it's just oh those guys look cool. You know, most you know, I'm like. They're not that hard, you know nope. what I mean? It's because you know that two foot test is. Yep. They're blue. They're ultramarines. The decals are on there. You know exactly what they are. I spent so much time with those ultramarines going in, like when I bought them, when they had like the special, like you know, not the, not the heavy weapons guys, but when you got like the lieutenant, the special guys with the laurel wreaths around their head and stuff like that. Yeah, the cap, the captains and the lieutenants, and, and I all spent those guys. so much time putting the nice different shades of green on the laurel wreaths. <laughs> And I did yeah. all that, and they, they, I'll tell you, they look nice. Like when I when I sure. sold them, I got a I got a decent penny for them because people mm -hmm. were, people actually said normally I didn't want to pay that much, but you painted them pretty nice. Cool. Uh, I sold some of it, uh, traded some of it to to Chris Yu, like some of the planes mm. and stuff, because his kid was playing it. Man, yeah. I went out and I, I like with the with the cockpits and stuff. I bought the special glue that's for the clear plastic oh, yeah. model glue to get it in there. Uh, I painted inside the cockpit. Like, you know, all the little, t like, I went all out because I really was enjoying doing that army. And then I wind up selling it. But the thing is, I spent all that time doing all those little details. Yeah. And I, I, I bring them to, you know, a tournament, whether it's that or whether it's my, the, the, the Stormcast. Because I spent, I mean, I went through the Duncan method, did the seven different, you know, colors to get the gold right. Yeah, see, that's did all the heads. And I went through, <laughs> and, and but here's the thing. Probably learning through that, probably some of the best 
best army I ever painted up yeah. to that point, you know, and I was and I was mm-hmm. practicing and I was getting better. And then I would bring it to a tournament and people would be like, oh, it looks really nice. But it's not like I ever got any sort of a nod for a best painted. I wasn't yeah. in the running for best painted. And then right. I was doing Night Haunt, which I did mm-hmm. almost completely in contrast paint. Right. Right, I did that. The stuff you remember, they came with the blue and the green before they came with the contrast paint. That night haunt yeah. green. Okay, night uh, yeah. yeah, green for the ghostly parts. The arms I did in that blue. Then I would get mm-hmm. a off, you know, like a off shade of white, and I would just mm-hmm. dry brush the edges a bit so it would look like a fade. Yeah, uh, and then it was like, oh, uh, contrast purple for the cowls, you know, uh, contrast brown for the wooden. The only thing that wasn't a layer of contrast paint was the metal parts. Right, which would be a layer of one of the metals, and then mm-hmm. a null oil wash, and maybe a highlight. Yeah, nothing on that model had more than two layers, except for the little metal bits. Yeah. And I bring those to a tournament, and people okay. said the exact same. Now, and I mean, <laughs> now granted, right. people could just be being nice because nobody's going to come up and be like, "Dude, your army sucks." Nobody's going <laughs> to do that. But right. you know what? A lot of people walk by and don't say anything, but people were coming up and saying, oh, I like what you did here. What'd you do? And I'm yeah. like, dude, it's all contrast paint. And they're like, really? And it's <laughs> like, must. if I can do it, if I'm getting the same results spending yeah. a third of the time, at least from when yeah. people look at it, man, right. I- I'm thinking I'm going to save my time. I'm 50 years old. I don't have time. Seriously, I got to wear my glasses and I got to have one of those magnifying glass lights just to paint my toys anymore. Right. So I'm not my s- night, yeah. My night haunt are similar. <laughs> mine are even cheesier painted. My mine are, it's got to be just three color minimum. I mean, it's. What did you I, do? I, so I base coat my night haunt in white. Okay. Um, or Wraith Bone, whatever. And then I paint. Uh, I use Beal Tan Green. Okay. I just wa- I just wash like their cloaks and stuff. Okay. So this isn't even contrast paint. This is a wash. <laughs> <laughs> it's Beal Tan Green, and then anything that's like an I, I literally paint their weapons if they have hands, faces, whatever. I just paint it in Reichland Flesh Shade, and then I do the base. And that's it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> And they look fine. That's the thing. I, I've, I've played had people, against I've had people come up to me and be like, "Dude, those night haunt look cool." I'm like, "Really?" <laughs> but that's Dang the it. thing. You you're always posting up like because you're one of those people who are you like you're posting up on Twitter. Uh, what is it? Seawalker six ninety. Yep, Seawalker six nine zero. And you're like, "Oh, look what I painted!" And it's like, "Damn, he's got a new unit painted like every week." And you yeah. crank through it, and and you're the same thing. You know what? I'm putting it on the table. And I'm happy with it. It's painted. People are looking at it. Nobody's like, "Ugh, it looks," you know. It, you know, it, it looks shoddy because it doesn't look shoddy. Yeah. And I've seen shoddy armies. Oh sure. You know, and and yeah. some people are just it's shoddy because they just don't care. Some people that's the limit of what they can do. Yeah. Um, my favorite, like I, you know, like my thing. Like, is I don't want to play a game. This is just me. I don't. I don't care what other people do. I'm. I don't want to play a game. With unpainted models, I'm not going to do it. I now, have so much stuff. I'm just. You don't have to. I don't have to. You know. You know what? Okay, here's here's what's going to happen. What? And I, I'm saying here's what's going to happen. Like I can give you orders. Here's what I would <laughs> like to see happen. Yeah. I would like you to go through one of these days, and this is a project that will take you time. <laughs> okay. 
I would like you to, if you have an actual catalog of the different models you have for your armies, I want to oh, know how many points of each army you have. Oh, no. And if you just did maybe one army and just like every couple of weeks and then mm. like at a year from now as we go through this, like at yeah. next year's Christmas show, I'd like just to rattle off what you have because – and I'll do the same with mine, although I only have like five yeah. armies. Uh, but I'm just – I'm so curious because I know you God. just uh, – I bet I I and I actually laid out my empire army one time on a we had a ping pong table, and it, it took up the whole thing. I mean, I was like, oh no. <laughs> I mean, I have that's like, know, my- like fifty swordsmen, you know, fifty spearmen, fifty halberdiers, thirty flagellants, twenty five crossbowmen, twenty five archers. 12 knights, 12 knights, 12 knights, three cannons, three mortars. I mean, two steam tanks. You know, you name it. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> do you have the cataloged anywhere? Like, do you have a spreadsheet with all the things you I own don't. for your armies? Oh, Mm-mm. that's that's something. I don't. Maybe you don't need to do it. Maybe that's something yeah. you would do and it would break you. I don't but, know, maybe. And I have two dwarf armies, for goodness sakes. Oh, I just... Uh, it's amazing how much you have. Like, you, it's crazy. And I just, I'm fascinated by that. Because I used to, like, I have, I started playing way later than you. And mm. my first obsession was just, I became the completest, buying everything that came out. And then yeah. one day I just like, no, I got to stop this. I got kids who got to go to college. <laughs> you know, uh, and uh, it's, I... Uh, I kind of I envy you, and I'm and I'm in awe of the amount of just like how insane the amount of stuff that you have is. It's a lot of stuff, and there's I mean there's nice. And it goes back. You have such old, like like yeah. I said, you have the old metal, oh, like yeah. the you have the cool old metal things too that like yeah. a lot of people have traded off to for new stuff. They'll sell it right. off to people who want to play old hammer and will pay a premium, and they'll use that to buy right. new stuff. And you're like, nah, I'm just taking a mix of it. Yeah. And it like looks I, have, awesome. I have a Bretonian army too. So. Oh, that's right. Of course yeah, you do. Bretonian. I, I mean, I was looking through my stuff the other day, and I found an old Marathi on Pegasus. Oh yeah, and the metal one. I was like, I'm never gonna use this. You never ever gonna use this. You and I, should and I, sell it. I did. You. I sold it on eBay for like an outrageous amount of money, and it's like, okay, like <laughs> I thought it felt good to get a lot of money for it. But I was like, wow. Yeah, no, you. Some of those old ones you can get. Oh yeah, yeah. I I sold. I was a couple of old ones. Like I had an Orion with the with the. Oh yeah, with the dogs, and I was shocked at how much yeah. I got for that. Like I'm like, oh yeah. cool, you know those pistoliers you've got laying around? Yep, those guys, the ones that are riding on the horses, the pistoliers. Those guys are worth. Are they nice? I, I, don't, I don't think. Can you still buy those? I'm sure, you can. Yeah, you can get them. Yeah, but there was a there was some at a point there where they were out of stock or something because I sold a bunch of them for stupid amounts of money. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like what. So, um, all right. So, what that was your stormcasty stuff. Now, we're not going to go through absolutely every single thing, probably in painting, but you yeah. have to talk about your orcs before we go on our break because, right? So, you're, yeah, the, you promised well, one of the listeners orcs. that you would right, talk so, about your paint, how like your recipes. Yeah. So, 40k orcs, I was just going through my stuff and I found a box and I had some metal orc knobs in there. I was like, I'm going to paint these guys just. 
for laughs. So I just painted them up and uh, you know, my current scheme and I was doing the green and it's, it's really not that complicated. I mean, it's, so I base coat everything in black, of course. And then I use, um, it's called, uh, what is it? Yeah, I think it's called Wah Flesh. It's the, okay. it's the, it's the green base coat for, for the skin. And then I always wait for that to dry. And then I wash it with BL10 green and wait for that to dry. And then what I do is I either do, it's like a, it's, it's like a technique called, I, I, I kind of like to call it overbrushing. It's not quite a dry brush and it's not quite layering. Um, and you just kind of like layer on Warboss green, but you don't want to get it like everywhere. You only want to cover like the very tops of like their muscles and stuff and leave that Warboss green in there. Um, and do that on like, you know, like, you know, they're not, their, their finger, you know, all of their, their face and all that stuff. And then I usually, I use, I've been doing another, um, just a slight edge, uh, with nurgling green over that. And that looks pretty sharp. And you just do it on like their, you know, the, the very high point of like their eyes, their knuckles, all that stuff. Cause you're looking for like that two foot test where it looks like, you know, you can see some definition in their skin, and that, that's just just really it. It's not crazy complicated, <laughs> <laughs> which is good because when you're painting a hundred orcs, you got to make it simple. Yep. You know. Oh yeah. You gotta keep, oh yeah. You gotta keep, you've got to keep it simple, and you got to and you got to paint them in batches too. That's usually what I do. I usually paint about five of them at a time. Cool. Yeah. Um, we've been going for over 45 minutes. We should take okay. a break, come back, and we'll keep talking about this, and then we'll talk a little bit of other, uh, and then we we actually had a game that we should definitely talk about, because, boy, yeah. was it fun. It was good. All right, we'll be right back. Are you finally looking to start your rebasing project? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some new and interesting resin terrain? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some fancy acrylic counters to keep track of wounds or maybe some other statistical anomalies? Six Squared Studios. Maybe you need a new rack for your paint? Six Squared Studios. Well then look no further. What you need is Six Squared Studios. They ship worldwide with domestic shipping for both the U.S. and Canada. Six Squared Studios. That's right, Six Squared Studios. That's the number six, squaredstudios.ca. When your gaming needs go beyond your basic dice, tape measure, models, and paints, think Six Squared Studios. Six Squared Studios. Now all your base are belong from them. And we're back. Hello. Hello. So let's see. What else? Is there anything else that you were painting or, or working on that you want to chit-chat about? Anything well, that, you're, that got your got your hobby 
passions mm. burning. So I painted a model just for our game. You did? Which I did. Which so one I was that? The, I painted the Chaos Giant. Oh, just that's for right. That just for that game. I had gotten him, I don't know, a long time ago, like right when the Giants, those that model first came out. Yeah. A friend of mine got one and he didn't want it anymore, so he sold it to me. So I had that, I had it sitting in a box and I was like, I need another monster. So I painted that guy. And uh, he was fun. That was a fun model to paint. That was excellent. It's, it's it's a cool model. I yeah. like the Giants. If if I if I didn't if I didn't dislike the the uh, Sons of Bayamut meta <laughs> the way it goes right now, <laughs> uh, I love all those models. I would love mm-hmm. to just if this is one of those things. If I if I had my druthers, like if I was all caught up on my armies. And mm-hmm. I just was getting something just because I wanted to sort of build them and paint them because they're cool. Yeah. I would like to get some of those giant giants and then the regular giants because they're the mega gargants, the mega yeah. gargants. Because yeah. they're cool, they look really neat, and they could be a lot of fun to paint. I think like I I'm like thinking like for me, the bigger the model is, the easier it is for me to paint it. It's always kind of been like like when I painted my ogres, I was like. I cranked through that army oh, so yeah. fast. Oh, yep. When you don't have to t- get in there for those tiny, tiny, tiny details because yeah. they're big. Oh yeah. yeah, ogres are fun to paint. You could just yeah. a couple of oh. this, couple of that, bit blah bloop. Yeah, I can't even, even imagine how fast it would be with contrast paints oh. to paint an ogre army these days. It would just ridiculous. Yeah, it'd be it'd be crazy. Honest- that being said, that being said, I did not paint my gargant with contrast paints. <laughs> no. You didn't. <laughs> I did not. So, um, yeah, the Chaos Gargant. And it looked nice. I really did like it. Yeah, he was cool. So, um, and he lived. Yes, he did. Oh, I thought I was going to kill him. I really thought I could kill him. Uh, Lord Amanacor didn't live. But... No, Lord Amanacor got blanked. That was <laughs> brutal. So, should we talk about the game? Real well, I mean, I, we're still, I mean, I think we're still in the hobby section. I, okay. We've cool. been yeah, yammering sure. on. Did you have any other stuff you're building or painting you wanted to chit chat about? I mean, just for my ultramarines, I think I may have mentioned that I I finished my heavy intercessors mm-hmm. and that bloody drop pod. I finished that thing. <laughs> I'm telling you, glue those panels shut and nobody will ever <laughs> know you didn't paint the inside. That's on you. Ugh. Okay. Yeah. I have been making cruel boys. That's been mm. my sole focus since yeah. since I got the Dominion box. Yeah. I love these models. I'm not even going to pretend otherwise. I know some people weren't into them. They're they're sort of, you know, the shorty legs and the weird look and they're kind of skinny compared to the other orcs who are chunkier. And the other orcs are chunkier and who cares? This is a different breed and I am totally into uh, the whole Cruel Boys, like what they look like. I think they're fantastic. I absolutely love them. Um, So I built the Dominion box that Games Workshop was nice enough to send me. And then they sent the Extremis or Excelsis or whatever that was called. And no, I don't remember because I don't pay that kind of attention. Um, Yeah. It's the one with the terrain kind of in it. Yeah. It's the mini one with the terrain, which was you open up the box and you know how sometimes yeah. you open up the Games Workshop box and it comes with a little box inside that you slide out that's got everything in it? Yeah. You slide that box out and when you flip it over, mm-hmm. 
the the panels of the box look like a piece of Sigmarite. Yeah. So it's just that box, and yeah. it's got so it's, like a little play mat to open up with, which yeah. if you're just starting out with a small thing, that is a great starter. Yeah. Is that the Harbinger starter set? Uh, well, like I said, it was. Uh, I forget. It was. It's, it's something. Oh, it's extreme. The, the extremist starter set. Yes. Oh, that's the one with the terrain in it. Like I said, it was that. Uh, was that? Yeah, that little. No, the. Uh, it didn't have terrain terrain it just had that box as the piece oh, of terrain okay, okay. that's know? the harbinger set then oh no i don't think that's what it was called but mm. i don't know it is that's not important what do i know um <laughs> uh it's got a bunch of stormcast in it yeah i guess stormcast and uh and and cruel boys yeah and uh what do you call it i uh you know i i started putting all these things together because like i said they sent it to me and i was like oh this is between the two sets, I got I got a lot. Like I've got oh, enough yeah. where I'm like I need to. You know, I I think I'm I think I'm going to play this army. I like how it looks, and I'm going to go. Um, so I got all that going. I had you know I go I've got like thirty hobgrots. I've got uh, I had a thirty of the of the crew of the gut rippers. You know, mm-hmm. um, a couple of characters, and so. Like I was doing that, and so then I just decided to go all in and pick up some more of the characters, and now I think I've got almost one of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you bought the uh, the Trogoth guy, right? I did. I bought the guy, the weird looking guy, because I like the rules for that dude. I like that he. Mm-hmm. I like what he's carrying. I like what yeah. he's about. Um, Marshcrawler Slogoth. That's it. The Marshcrawler Trogoth. He's the only one I haven't built yet, and other people have already told me that you can ally in from the Gloomspite gets the uh, yeah. the Trog boss. Yeah, it's a and, dirty trick. And he'll give him a bonus. I don't even have room for that in my army the way I've been writing the <laughs> list, and I don't care because I just like kind of what he does. Uh, yeah. But the point being, I, right now uh, I've got I've got a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I've got more than I'm, and I'm almost done building it all. But I've got more than uh, two thousand points. My only, my only complaint is I don't want to play Big Wah. I want to play all the rules for the Cruel Boys. Mm-hmm. If you do that, the only battle line unit is Gut Rippers. Yeah, which is fine. Um, it seems odd, doesn't it? Just to me, it feels odd that that's the only battle. Well, I think a couple of them. I think they each only have like one battle line uh, in the book. I think, if I'm correct. Um, oh, you were right. It was the Harbinger starter set. I am an idiot. I didn't get the extremists. I got the Harbinger set. Um, yeah, there's Gut Rippers, Ard Boys, Brutes, and Savage Orcs are battle mm-hmm. line. The, and yeah, then the they have a are, right? they have a and couple depending of, on who your general is, I guess. There's a couple of battle line if. Uh, you can, there's, uh, there's three different ones. If you're paying savage boar boys, if you pick those, you can pick it. Um, there's one battle line. If for the, uh, iron, iron, uh, yeah. And then there's one battle line. If, uh, for the, but that's if you're taking a big yellers army and then it's man skewer bolt boys. And then it's like, you got to take all bolt boys, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm. That's not. That's that's not how I play. <laughs> so basically, I have to play with gut rippers. Now, the one thing I realized 
<coughs> is the starter sets, the Harbinger set, and the uh, the, the, the you know the main box set. Those, and I have no problem with the push fit, no glue needed. Mo- they look mm-hmm. great. However. Mm-hmm. They only come with a champion. There is no musician. There is no banner. So I realize I've got 30 of these guys, and i got three units of 10, so I can have my three battle line units, mm-hmm. and I don't have banners or musicians, which you need. Yeah. So, uh, okay, so I go out and I buy a couple more boxes. Now I, now I have 50 gut rippers. Now, I'm going to say this. I opened up the box and started building them last night. Build the champion. Great. They have two musician options, a guy with a horn and a guy with a drum. You can actually okay. build them both because oh. it's not the same model. Like, you know, when they show you that you could build. Yeah. You know, when you like now you open it up and it's like you could build the champion or this dude. Mm-hmm. Then you got down. It's like you could build a normal dude or a, or a guy with the horn. And then a different model is you could build a dude or the guy with the drums. So in yeah. these two boxes, I've managed to get four musicians out of the two boxes. So I've oh, only that's cool. Yeah, so I've only got to play around and, and sort of uh, convert up one. Yeah, so you, you know? should be able to kit bash another banner bearer or two. Well, and I did kit bash a banner bearer because they only have one banner in there, although they have right. two banner tops. Mm. So what I did was I uh, I was, and uh, look at me kit bashing, who knows. Um, I took one of the basic guys, and I cut off his hand, and then I found I was digging through the closet here, mm-hmm. and I found a couple of sprues of the old. Uh, I think they were uh, gores. Yeah, beastman banners are perfect for this. Just yeah. a big was, basic banner, and yeah. then I went and kind of scraped away at the top, mm-hmm. so that I could take the second optional banner topper, you know, like yep. the top part for the cruel boys, and attach it to. The Beastmen one, yeah. So it kind of looks like their other one. You know, I'm, it's obviously not the same banner, but at least the top looks something like it's supposed to look I'm like. Sure, it looks great. I mean, it looks okay. I mean, it'll yeah. it'll pass. But so now, so now between the two boxes of ten, I'll have four banners and four musicians mm-hmm. that are easy to make. Then I'm yeah. going to have to make a fifth banner and a fifth musician. Um, I'm I actually going. I mean, you're, you're going all spears. Oh, all spears. There's no. I can't see a point to going with the choppas. Nah. The spears. It, they're 32 inch models, and they got a two inch reach on the spears, which means right. I fight in two ranks. Whereas the yeah. one inch ones, I don't. I'll take. Yeah. The, I, I want. I want the extra attacks, not necessarily the plus one to to wound. I think it is. Right. So. Did you buy um, the new, or Oruk flesh base paint? You know, um, I didn't, but I didn't have to because one of the other things I got with that set, you know the box where it gives you the three orcs and then the six paints? Yeah. I, I got one of those. Oh, And nice. it comes with it. And I, what I'm going to do is I build, I'm going to build those couple of guys and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow the instructions on the box and just do mm-hmm. one with just those six colors yeah. and see how it turns out. And then I'm going to do one in the contrast and see which one I like better, and I'm just going to roll with that. If I can do one with like about six or seven colors only, I'm a, a yeah. hey, I'm a happy boy. Yeah, I was thinking about I was thinking about doing a test cruel boy. I'm just intrigued by this new paint. Yeah, 
It's a, it's a nice, but it's it's that weirder. It's that more sickly green. It's not yeah. that orc green, and I'm not a hundred percent certain if I like the sickly green. I mm-hmm. may just decide to go and do them like all the other orcs with that nice, yeah. that robust green. Sure. Um, just because that's kind of the color I like, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do it with that test first and see how it turns out. Yeah, I feel like you could paint their skin green, do all sure. their cloth with like snake bite leather mm-hmm. contrast paint. Mm-hmm. Just paint their weapons and van braces, just lead belcher, and just call it a day. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, you could. <laughs> um, and I'm playing the swamp bugs, slug bugs, booty bugs, whatever they're called. Yeah, yeah. and they're like more of a purple theme. So I'm wondering if I might want to do the. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm trying to figure out what I want to do with the shields. If I want to keep yeah. them with that more purple color, or keep them mm. with the traditional red. Sure. I'm just, I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. All I know is I got a lot of this built and I really want to start painting it. Yeah. I really want to get onto this because I I want to play this army. I want to take it places and play it. And I, you know, we were playing because I just built it with a gray mm-hmm. plastic. Yeah. But it's not staying that way. Uh, and I am just, ugh. The vulture is amazing. That guy's cool. Yeah. I mean, all God's of these friend. things, they're just really. The, the the detail on them is so there's there is so much detail on them it's crazy um and i'm just i am i am having so much fun um i just uh i i don't like doing conversions and converting up a banner isn't hard but converting yeah. a musician is a little more difficult right and i just i wish i i, uh, I wish i knew someone who had that i would totally trade up you know, because it comes with the two models you could use to make a musician. I would totally yeah. trade up the all the parts for a non you know a non musician part to someone who had a box if they had the parts for the musician part. I just got to find someone local who I know who's starting to play uh, play Cruel Boys right. and be like, hey, you want to just trade up the one model from the box like a swap because mm-hmm. you can make two. You don't need two in any one box, but you can make two. Which means you could totally trade off, and I think that's brilliant. I think they should do that more often. Yeah. Can the unit actually have two musicians? No, it's one for every ten. Just one for every. Gotcha. But the op- but instead of saying here's one model and you have two options for how yeah. which instrument, having it be actually two different ones allows you if you needed to do something like oh I don't know you got a bunch of the the sets that have no musician and you need extra musicians. Mm-hmm. Um. Why not give you those options? Do a completely different model. Plus, then you're not just changing out the the instrument and having the same model. You got two different models, different poses. You know, for people who really like and are really into, you know, the you know, not having all their models look the same on the table. Yeah. Having a set where you can do two different models as a musician or even two different models as banner bears with different banners. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, granted, you got to fit stuff onto the sprue, and it's you know it, it takes time and it's extra bits and all that stuff. Um, but I I like that I had the those options, and it really saved my bacon on on having to do conversions. Mm-hmm. That's all the hobby I've been doing though, because I've just been spending literally all my time with this these new guys because it's so much fun. Yeah, that's excellent. So. I guess we're we're done with the hobby section. Okay. Do you want to talk about some other before we start talking about our game? Sure. So what so, others have you been doing? 
So I guess other is still Warhammer adjacent. So Warhammer Plus. Woohoo. Uh, I don't know if you've been watching that. I haven't. I haven't watched the the most recent Death Angel or Angels of Death, mm. but I that's I like that. That's oh, fun. I love it. Angels of Death, man. Ugh, Blood Angels were my first foray into 40k. Really? As a as a young twenty something who could only read about 40k while I was sitting on a submarine. And, oh boy! But, you know, with White Dwarf magazine, just like ah, yeah, that was that, that's what I liked. I liked the Blood Angels, you know. So that was to see them come alive on Warhammer Plus is hey man, it's it's awesome. <laughs> like the the end of the last. I don't know. You, I don't think you've watched it yet. The end no, of the I've last got, only watched the first I'm five. Like, so <gasps> now is it? Someone said yeah. it's, that if you have a Roku, you can. They have the app on Roku. Is that true? Oh, Do you know? I, I don't know. Because I have a Roku box, and I need to think I plug it back into my TV just okay. to see. Because I watch it on my on my computer, but if I can, yeah. Throw, I mean, and I can I can mirror the throw the computer up on, but not down here in the crypt. That's only on the upstairs right. TV. I yeah. would love to be able to just watch it on my TV because yeah. Well, I Chromecasted. Did I Chromecast it? How did I do that? I don't know. Somehow I watched it on my big TV. Uh, it's so good. I like the lore master segments too. Mm, those are cool. Yeah, wa- just getting a nice quick history of these different characters. Yeah, yeah I watched the Nagash one. It was it was good. Mm-hmm. And the Teclas one was good too. Yeah, I didn't see. I didn't watch that. One. I haven't watched the Gilliman yet. One yet. I definitely want to watch that. Mm-hmm. There's just so much to do. And then I went into the vault. Oh yeah. Have you rolled through the vault? Oh yeah. There's, There's a lot stuff there. of stuff there. Oh and, yeah. And you know what? For for as for as odd a choice as it was a few years back when you had Warhammer Visions and then just the Warhammer catalog magazines, yeah, yeah. they put the Visions into the vault. Yeah. The vault. And if you just like, I started going through. And I'm like, you know, because I had those, but and yeah. I was like, when you see, oh, this is what's on the cover. This is what. If you just want inspiration for painting and some beautiful Absolutely. models, that whole magazine was just. Pictures. Yeah. yeah, I remember like when the Tau came out. Oh, like was the Warhammer Visions coverage on the Tau is just like wow. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's amazing paint jobs with a variety of different paint jobs, mm-hmm. all just beautifully posed and put in there. And I was yeah. just kind of flipping through yeah. that, and it was like, and that wasn't even. Yeah, I mean, honestly, so, that's just a picture book. Those magazines yeah. had no real content, and it was wow. So what's I kind of is really cool on there is they've been putting the uh, the 40k lore kind of books sort uh-huh. of like the like the like the the Thousand Suns Space Wolves books they put all those on there mm-hmm. the Blood Angels Tyranid books are all on there I mean what I so I was on a plane last week for work and I would just like put one of them those on my I put some of the ones on my iPad on there and just that just kept me busy the whole time just reading that stuff. Fantastic! I was reading yeah. the the, uh, the 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 Damocles like stuff, the the ultramarine space marine Tau like Eastern fringe like engagements and all that kind of stuff. I was reading all about that. Like, oh man, it's cool. So yeah, yeah. I just I'm I'm a big I'm, fan of Warhammer Plus. I mean, yeah, I, I dropped I dropped yep. my sixty bucks for the year, and yeah, I'm, I did too. You know what? It's entertaining, and it, I know there's people who say there's not enough content on it for them right now. 
but I like rolling through the old content, the old stuff that they put on there. It's still yeah. interesting to me because I didn't get all that stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, for me, it's fun. Plus, with all the old white dwarfs going in there, you can go back and they've got the yeah. paint. They got the paint schemes and all yeah. that old stuff in there. The hobby sections in the old white dwarf. Like I'm not necessarily reading the articles, but I'll skim through because I've got a couple of white dwarfs that I saved because it's like, oh, how did I, you know? Especially that one with the with the really, uh, the really bad vampire that looks like Glenn Danzig on the cover. That issue <laughs> yeah. of white dwarf. Oh, like yeah. the paint, the uh, the paint stuff for how to paint the stone and all that stuff from when they mm-hmm. first put out that that vampire counts army. Sure, I, I still kept that for those recipes because they're good. Yeah, I mean, I had God at one point. I had, and I had twenty years of white dwarf in my garage, <laughs> and I just oh my god, yeah, and I I just I was just running out of room. I I I had to, I purged them. <laughs> I had to get rid of them. <laughs> I see people selling them on eBay. I remember I when I first started, I started buying, like I started ordering up the old ones just to read mm-hmm. them. And my mm-hmm. wife's like, what are you doing? Yeah. She's like, this is, this. she's like, why are you buying these old magazines? I'm like, oh, I like to read. She's like, is this even something you can use in the game you're playing now? I'm like, nope. <laughs> and she's like, what the hell is wrong uh-huh. with you? Uh-huh. Stop doing that pretty quick. Wound up selling yeah. them just like other people. It's like, yeah, this is why people are selling them. Yeah, so I was very happy when all the vault stuff has covered all the old white dwarfs. And I'm like, yes, because like, yeah, because at some point, like the new digital age, like mm-hmm. you don't need to own stuff; you just need to be able to have access to it, right? Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like your old CD collection. You know what I mean? It's like. Of course, I still buy DVDs because I've bought yeah. stuff on digital, and then the place I bought it from lost the rights to it or something, and now suddenly I didn't sure. have it. But like a music CD, you know what I mean? Yep. It's like, do you really need music CDs anymore? You just need to be able to access that. So you got Spotify uh, or until Apple un- Music until or the whatever. Until the, the zombie apocalypse happens and all of that well, stuff, yeah. and we lose the internet. And then, yes. you know, but until and then, yeah. right. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, that is that is not that is a thought that has also crossed my mind, but I just choose to think we'll have other problems if that happens. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I'm an idiot. All right. Um, what other type of other you got? So going other. On? So I've been watching. Uh, so I've been painting. I've been watching uh, Star Trek Enterprise. So, you know, which, which, so Scott Bakula. Oh, okay. Yeah. I forget which season, season one through season four is the show. Uh, I'm on season three right now. You're liking that? I am liking it. I'm enjoying it. I remember when it came out, like, is it like 2004 ish? I think so. Right. I and, like Scott uh, Bakula. So yeah, I do too. And I'm trying to, I need to like, I, I, in a while I'm going to have to join a, support group for people who can't get the Star Trek Enterprise theme song out of their head. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's breaking me, almost. Because you watch, you know, three, four episodes, maybe a day, maybe, if you're lucky, maybe one or two. And you hear that, so now I just fast forward it. I I have a 10 second (laughs) skip. I just... Skip, 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 skip. Okay, song's over. Whew. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Oh, no, I know what you're talking about exact, uh, 100%. Yeah. So I'm on season three. So 
after I finish Star Trek Enterprise, I guess I'm going to need something else to watch. I'm like sorely addicted to Star Trek right now. So it'll probably be something Star Trek. I'll probably watch Discovery because that just came out too. Discovery didn't didn't do it for me. Mm. I kind of gave up on Discovery. Really? Yeah, and I was watching Picard, and I liked that, and we were watching it, like Heather and I were mm-hmm. watching it, and then other things yeah. came up, and we didn't finish Picard either. It's I don't know oh, why. Oh, no, you got you to finish Picard. It's good. You know, you know, the only thing that I have finished is Lower Decks. Oh, I love that show. <laughs> that show is so good. <laughs> uh, I love it. What have I been watching? Oh, well, go ahead. Keep What other, what other uh, things you're watching? I'm trying to think. Uh, that's about the only kind of nerdy, gamey, Thing I've been watching. If Other- you have Showtime, they came out with a, 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 a episode two just dropped yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's called Yellow Jackets. I've heard of this. This is, I think it's supposed to be a bit of a horror thing. It's weird. It's it takes place in like it's running two different timelines with the same people. Mm-hmm. It's these people now in their lives, and when they were younger, they were uh, a girls' uh, volleyball team uh, that was supposed to go to state, and they were taking a plane to go. Not to go, they won state; they were going to nationals, and they were driving across the country. And for some reason, they were over, like I think, it over Canada. Uh, and the plane crashes, and apparently, they were lost out there for like nineteen months. Wow, and none of them will talk about it. And in the flashbacks, it it looks like it turned into Lord of the Flies. And yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, they're, Lord but of the they're Flies like, action. but you, it cuts to them, and they're wearing weird, like Ooh. stuff over their face, and they got like horns that they've like horned hats. Like wow. it suddenly looked very Wicker Man. Who's and, got the conch? Well, not only that, but there's this whole <laughs> thing where they're sitting around and it's snowy, and yeah. they've been out here for months, and yeah. suddenly. There's like this fire, and they're cooking and eating meat. And there's a very big implication that they ate one of the people that was with them. But this was just oh, episode man. one, and yeah. it's like now it's flashing back to now, and they're adults, and they don't talk about this stuff to anybody. Mm. And it's, I was like, I don't know what this going on, but boy, I can't wait for episode two because that this show is like got me hooked. It's sick and weird, and mm. I don't really know. Like, they've revealed so little, but they keep jumping back to, like, but what happened. Like, literally, episode one, you got the build-up. All the flashback scenes to, like, 20 years ago mm-hmm. were... Uh, it just got to where the plane crashes at the end of episode one. Like, the plane is crashing, and then you got this modern stuff. Totally hooked on that. Mm. Um, also been watching Chucky. Oh, no. <laughs> which, I'm going to tell you what, is way better than it has any right to be. Really? It is good. It's cool. Like, I like Chucky, but uh, how much can you yeah. do with him? But now it's yeah. like they've actually, it's with the guys who did the original, like the original okay. one, yeah. um, coming in, doing, you know, a, a season eight episodes where they can actually build up his relationship with this other kid. And now he's got like, they're supposed to be middle school kids, although they look like they're in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I, I don't know, I'm on episode four, and every episode has been really fun. Wow. Okay. And I did not expect it to be good, but someone's like, "Dude, you got to really watch this." It was, and it's like, then Heather watched it. She's like, "David, this is actually you're gonna like this," and I do. <laughs> uh, she was not wrong. It was fun. Um, okay. And the only other thing I've been watching mm. is Dune. Yeah. 
Um, in fact, I just got back. Harrison did not get to see it in the theaters. Mm-hmm. And uh, when he came home, I was like, well, we'll go see it when you come home. And he came home this weekend. We didn't watch it over the weekend. And yesterday we looked. At, I looked on my, my, my movie apps, and it's going to be out of the theaters after like tomorrow. Yeah, so we it's off had HBO to go now, right? today. It is on HBO now. It's off. It's off HBO. It's off like now. They, they, they oh, it was thirty yesterday. days. Oh, was yesterday yeah. the last day? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so now I got to wait for it to come back because it's going to be out of the theaters yeah. too as of tomorrow. Yeah, I watched it once and it's good. But my son Robert is the same. He's like he's seen it at least five, six times. He's been to the movie theater, seen it a couple times. He's reading the book right now. Yeah, uh, I've read. The books, and I've read his son's books that have, they've added to it. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. a big fan of doing. Harrison's read most of the the Herbert ones. Uh, yeah. Chris Barnett's read them. So we were all excited for this to come out. Uh, I went opening day to go see it in the theater, and then I came home and turned on HBO Max and watched it again. <laughs> and I've pretty much almost every night, if I come down here to do hobby and I'm not talking to yeah. someone, I turned it on. Um, oh, wow. I, I will admit this because I really liked it and I'm kind of a junkie and it was free. So anytime I came down, yeah. like I could put it on and just kind of watch it while I was hobbying. Uh, we went to the theater to see it with Harrison because it is very different on the big screen. It's just really? there's so it's it, it's. It's big. Like, the movie is big. And okay. it's different on the big... Like, certain movies are different on the big screen. Sure. Uh, my best example is that Gravity movie that came out a couple of years ago. Yeah, I remember that. Sandra which Bullitt I saw that in IMAX, and I was on the Blaine. edge of my seat the whole yeah. film. And then I watched it at home, and I didn't even like it. Like, it, it, wow. it, it's like, well, this movie, there's not a lot to this movie except the big, sprawling stuff. Uh, Dune I like on the small screen, but there's certain things you just can't even... It's like when you're sitting on the big screen and the big ships are coming down and the, or, or the, the massive sand dunes, watching them spread out. Yeah. E- even on a 65-inch TV, it doesn't do it the justice of being on a, you know, a, a giant movie screen. Sure. Um, so I took Harrison to see it today, and he, he was blown away by it because he'd seen it, I think, like four or five times on... Yeah, uh, on his computer either, or yeah, whatever. on his computer on the TV. Yeah. Um, that was my uh, 22nd time watching the movie. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That's okay. that's how much I like it. It's it's been something that I just and and I said yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be on free for a month and then I'm gonna have to wait till it comes back and that's yeah. so that's yeah I I've watched it a lot of times I kind of know the movie pretty much like the back of my hand at this point. Yeah, you're definitely not alone in that. A lot of people have seen this movie multiple times it's i i adore it but uh mm. that's just me but that's that's been my other i mean of course you know i watch the horror movies and i've been uh watching a few other things because heather and i have been doing the uh patreon only garage world sure which you know talking about movies in fact we're putting up suspiria probably next week Nice. Uh, and then it's my turn to pick, and I'm not certain what to pick. I kind of want to, like, we've been doing a lot of horror movies, but I was thinking about picking something that might not be a horror movie. Just something we should do, we sh- we should do one day. We should do like just a classic, like Big Trouble in Little China, or one something. that Heather won't do because she'll never do Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> we should do it. You should do one, yeah, just off on the side. Well, I wanted to cover Dune, but she's not interested, and I'm like, and Harrison, hmm. like Harrison, like. He's he'd do it if I asked him, but like he's got a life and he doesn't want to do record shows. Like he's like I want to I'm home I want to go see my friends not sit and record about Dune with you. Yeah. So 
But I'll that's do it. what I've been doing. Yeah, hey, it's fun. Yeah, man. So um that's our hobbying, that's our other and uh gaming. Yeah, I guess we're on to gaming. Do we want to take one more break? I mean, I know it's only been like a half hour, but we, the first segment was like an hour. I sure. figure we'll come back. We'll just talk about our game and some of the fun we had doing stuff um, and and why uh, people should be playing uh, Cruel Boys because, boy, was that fun, that was even cool. though I screwed up some of the rules because I couldn't learn them all. Dude, um, I forgot so many of my rules, too. That was sad. the funniest thing, the two of us <laughs> acting like a couple of motards, just totally like... <laughs> Like like we never played the game before, <laughs> like, and you were playing corn. Like you had a yeah. whole phase you didn't have to worry about. And you're like, oh, I, I forgot this. I'm like, yeah, I, yeah. I I don't know how that game would have turned out had we actually remembered all of our rules. But we'll take a break. We'll come back, and then um, when when we do, we'll talk. We'll talk game. Something happened at Grognard's. That's right, friends. Grognard Games in Roselle, Illinois, and at grognardgames.com. They are now open daily from 12 to 7 for your gaming pleasure. Now, if you want, you can go into the store, find what you need. Not comfortable going into the store, even with a mask on? Call them up for curbside pickup or order online at grognardgames.com. They've got what you need. They've got Warhammer, they've got Dungeons and Dragons. They've got Marvel Crisis Protocol. They've got Battletech. They've got a huge pre-owned section, and you can find it on grognardgames.com or in the store. Now, you can't play in the store right now. Still got to have social distancing protocols, and if I got to stay more than six feet away from you, probably can't play a game of Magic. Probably going to be pretty difficult to play a game of Warhammer either, but you can still get all your hobby needs met at Grognards. Because if the world starts to reopen and your hobbying starts to take off again, you know you're going to need stuff. And you can find it at Grognards. And why? You know why. Because there's always something happening at Grognards. We are back. Back. We Hello. Are. What's hey. up? All right. So... We went mm. to Grognards Bing. and got a game in. Yeah. Um, and boy, do they play a lot of magic at that place. Oh, my gosh. So they, mm. they have like tables, like regular cart. Like you go to any old, the, 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 big, the big folding tables with chairs to play magic. Yeah. You can get about three games in on one of the tables, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the, the six foot, the, the table, excuse me, the tabletop tables. Yeah. Uh, we were back there playing, and there was some guys playing behind us, and they had filled up all the regular tables, and so they had guys playing card games at the on the table next to us. Like they had to pull up and play on the big. And that's got to be hard. Like playing yeah, it's gotta be with, a pain in the butt. And you're reaching all the way across. You got and, yeah. four feet across to play, mm-hmm. but they had a bunch of. I mean, it was. I mean, it was fine. It wasn't like it was a problem, but right. boy, the amount of magic that was going on when we went in yeah. there to play that day. There was a lot of people. And what were they playing? Drop Zone Commander behind us? Yes, they were playing Drop Zone Commander behind <laughs> us. And that was pretty wow. cool. Yeah. 
You know, I, I turned around. I thought they were playing epic for a second. They had all these little trays yeah. with little two millimeter war guys, and then these ships <laughs> coming in. I was like, "What is happening here?" Yeah, and then it was a game of forty k, like kitty corner from us. Yep. And mm-hmm. then there's us, and you brought corn. Yep, blades of corn, two thousand points. And I brought, uh, and I, I see, I brought the orc war clans because that's what I do now. I, mm-hmm. I am an orc player, apparently. Yeah, should so, we so say our lists? Sure, go ahead. Okay, so I had, uh, I had in my army a command entourage mm-hmm. as a battalion with a bloodthirster of unfettered fury. That's the whip and axe guy. I had a bloodstoker. That's the little whip guy, the little mortal. And the blood secretor, that's the guy with the banner portal. The blood secretor. That's the blood secretor. And then I had a chaos lord on Manicore, a slaughter priest, five flesh hounds, a chaos gargant, the free skull altar, two units of five skull reapers, ten blood warriors, five flesh hounds, and ten blood letters. 1,995 points. And I had had uh, I was the I was the Gore Chosen as my uh, right. Faction. You were playing Gore Chosen, right? Gore Chosen. I had Amulet of Destiny, Hugh the Foe on my Bloodthirster, and then somebody had the the yeah the, uh, uh, the, the Thronebreaker's Torque. I had that as well. Yep. That was my right. two thousand points. Um, you know what? I don't. I can't find. I'm looking around. I cannot find the list that we actually played with. I think I have your list on my phone. Do you? Because I was going to ask yep. if you did. Because I had like yeah, the stuff. Because we we put it together. Um, yeah, I got it. So why don't you run through? Because I I remember most of what I had. I can't remember which characters I had yeah. or which so leaders. Had, so you had Gobsbrack. Yeah, I had I had the the voice of Mork. Yeah, I had him. Vulture. Was, he had the break a boss on Meyer, Bruth, Trogoth. You had Oh, that's right. I a, had the dude on the Trogoth. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. Merc, Merc knob was Belcha Banner. And a snatch a bus on a Sludraker Beast. You had three units of ten gut rippers. And three, three units. units of ten Hobgrot Slittas. And two swamp collar shamans with pot grots and three manscure bolt boys. That was your two thousand points. That's right. So uh, yeah, three units of gut rippers, three units of hob grots, that three bolt boys because I had them and I didn't have anything mm-hmm. else to play with. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, uh, guy on a vulture, guy on a was sludraker beast. Yep. The Trogoth and then shamans and then the the Belchabana, which it didn't really turn out that great for me. Um. I like what I had here. I would try to make some yeah. tweaks. The only guy that I don't that I I'm going to have to run him a couple more times to put him through his paces and see if he's worth it mm-hmm. is the guy in the vulture because you brought corn. So I didn't have I didn't get to use all his cool <laughs> right. stuff. Yeah. Um but I'm really considering like I like the vulture. Mm-hmm. I like what it does. I like that it's a monster and it can do monster things. Yeah. Um and the venom encrusted weapons, especially with the shaman giving them uh, the, on the fives, I I'm thinking maybe maybe the hero on the vulture might not be a bad way to go if this guy turns out that he's not 
because he did he did some good stuff, you he know. Did. Um, but I never got to I never got to try all the Mork says no and all of the the yeah the magical canceling stuff. Yeah, I think the star of the show for you was the the snatch a boss on Sludge Beast. That thing is bonkers. Okay, now <laughs> so we were playing tectonic. Something or other. Well, you, yeah, we had the three objectives, and then the yeah. main objective would would shift around. Would shift, yes. Um, and you know, uh, now lots of new rules, and that was the part that I kept forgetting stuff. Mm-hmm. Now I will say this: I did pick uh, skull bugs, mm-hmm. and not once did I get a skull bug bonus. Nope. But I also forgot. To try to get the skull bug bonus because this is the first time I played with them. Yeah, you and forgot many times. <laughs> I forgot many times to roll for that. Although and, the scare sh- and your scare shields, I think you were not rolling for that many times. Also, the scare tactics, I never, I never, I did the scare tactics once the whole game. Yeah, you yeah. got to remember your rules. That's mm-hmm. part of it, but that's the whole point of playing, I guess. Yeah. Um, I will say this: I when the dirty tricks, I liked. Uh, I just like picking the noisy racket. Minus one to wound in the first battle round for your whole yeah. army. Yeah, that's, that was rough because you went first, moved up, and just invited me to charge you. I'm like, well. <laughs> and you did. I mean, you're corn. You want to get stuck in. To. We want to get stuck in. I figured this yeah. is the chance, you know, uh, you know, I've got minus one to wound for this first round, and it did, and it helped. Uh-huh. It really helped. Um, I like that one. The other one's rolling three dice, and then maybe something's gonna happen. I'm just, you know what? I'll just take this minus one for the first round, and not worry about that other stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um. Then what really? What I found with this army, if we're gonna talk takeaways, mm-hmm. because you you won. Let's 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 put that out there. Let's let's spoil this right off the bat. Yeah. Um, it was touch and go in the beginning. I was getting my butt kicked in the beginning. I I, I did pull ahead on on <laughs> I pulled ahead on on points in the beginning because I grabbed the objectives and you were yeah. having trouble uh, taking them away from me. Yeah. Um. But that's because I had I basically threw ten I threw ten orcs on each one and then I had ten hobgrots with them. So I had a bunch mm-hmm. of guys there. Mm-hmm. I had yeah. a lot of bodies. Right. Um. And with your minus one to wound that first round, I managed to kind of hold the spot. Yeah. It was as we went later in the game and stuff started dying. And suddenly it's like I started getting whittled down. Yeah. And you were whittled down. And it was like, okay, I think I can hold this. Like I I, I got enough. I got enough of a jump in the beginning where I think I can hold Mm -hmm. this. And then suddenly blood tithe points came into play. Yeah. I summoned 20 blood letters on my left flank. And they charged that that le- my left hand objective, which ended up being the primary objective, like two turns in a row. Sure, and it's not yeah. even that though. On the one on the other side, you had your big monsters, and I had one big monster. Yeah, and then I, I had, had half my, guys. my army over there. Yeah, but you, <laughs> once you took out the the guy on the the sludge uh, sludge Raker, or the yeah the sludge Raker beast. Yeah, it took a thousand points to kill that guy. But once you did, then it was just like <laughs> big monsters against my five up save orcs. They didn't have a yeah. chance, and that was right. that's what really did it. Was the, mm-hmm. I, and I think that twenty, I I might have been able to hold my own, and it would have kept it tight at least. Mm-hmm. 
but by but in, I mean it was five turns in turn four it was like okay I finished I finished my turn four and I'm like yeah I'm not, I'm getting two three points of objective you're gonna get like five or six every and I'm I cannot shift that yeah. twenty anymore yeah so you pulled off a big win um, and I didn't get to use like I said all my cool. Uh, you know, Gobsprack, all of his magic-y stuff and his magic-stopping yeah. stuff didn't didn't matter, basically. Um, but the bonus for the Snatch-A-Boss, adding one to the mortal wounds caused by venom-encrusted weapons on the sixes. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work on fives if they get the, the poison from the, you know, from the shaman. Mm-hmm. It only you only get the plus one on the sixes, but man alive, have a shaman throw the poison on this guy when yeah. his beast also gets it. Because um, you were getting mortal wounds on fives and sixes, right? Yeah, and there was that one where I think it was the talents where he had six attacks and I rolled four sixes and a five. <laughs> yeah, and that was two damage. So the four yeah. sixes became three damage. So that was twelve mortals. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then the five made it, that was fourteen mortals from that attack, and you're like <laughs> what? And I was you're like I got nothing, and that was when that was when the what was it that the so the bloodthirster and the chaos lord on Manicor charged the sludge beast, and I went first with the bloodthirster. I you know chopped him pretty good, and then you just unloaded on the chaos lord on Manicor, <laughs> just killed him like yeah. <laughs> I popped. I didn't even get through all of my attacks, like because he's got like four attack lines here. I got through the first two, and I got a bunch of sixes, and he was gone. Plus, units wholly within twelve get that bonus. So it's like I like this model. Mm -hmm. I like this unit, and I could. This is something I could take two of them. Mm. I could see a list with two of these guys and three of the shamans. Giving out the mm-hmm. venom encrusted weapon bonus, sure. You know the plus one to the mortal wounds can uh, some decent rolls. It can really shift well, the game. We saw what happened the other side of that when he like when he was still alive and he was fighting the giant and and then the bloodthirster and he completely whiffed. He didn't whiff. He got normal hits though. He didn't get he any got normal sixes. hits. But he, didn't, he didn't get any sixes, right? Right, so and I didn't like, have the poison on him at that time, so sixes were it. So yeah, he just didn't do a lot of damage that one round. I was like, okay. But then it still took your giant and your the giant, two the rounds with the bloodthirster, and that yeah. didn't even kill him. You had to rush right. him with those uh, the, the blood warriors. <laughs> the blood warriors finally did that last wound on him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that. Because like you were putting all that defense on him and all kind of stuff, you know. This army works on synergies really nicely. Yeah, big time. Little bonuses. And the Hobgrots don't get the poison, but then their sixes, they do two hits. Yeah, those guys were surprisingly effective. Um, the, the little tiny eight-inch range. Uh, uh, those bombs? Missile. Yeah, fours by threes with one rend. I'm like, wait a minute, they have rend? Yeah. Like they don't have rend in their attacks, but those little sulfuric scrap grenades, they were doing some damage. Those are one attack each. Yeah, but yeah. for a unit of ten, I mean, I was getting a couple mm-hmm. through, and then they get two attacks and sixes to hit, do two hits. 
Yeah. Like they for 80 what is it? 80 points for 10 of them and they're yeah. not battle line. So right. when you're going in your secondary objectives mm-hmm. you can't pick you, you know the you can't pick the objective or you kill, you know, the a like, battle yeah, line, yeah. Line, line breaker or whatever it's called. There's nothing to use with them. They're just mm-hmm. they're just an annoyance. They're purely chaff. Yeah. And they're great chaff. I've mm-hmm. said they I, are good. you know. Um Man Skewer Bold Boys, honestly, I could take or leave these guys. Yeah. I could see if you have a bunch of them, but you need I think you need nine. If you're gonna bring three, you need to bring nine. And the thing is you either get the hasty shot or the aimed shot. I'm either going mm-hmm. at two attacks that aren't don't have as good of a chance to hit or one attack. I had three guys, one attack a piece. And yeah, twos by threes, one ren, two damage. So every turn I kind of back there shooting and they would do two damage, maybe three damage. Mm-hmm. You know, I would rather for that 120 points, I'd rather put that somewhere else. Just mm-hmm. honestly, it's one of those things where if you're not going to take a bunch you don't necessarily. I don't know if they're worth anything. I did pick exactly. up a kill bow. Oh, you I, did. I did pick one up and I built it. It's another beautiful model. Yeah, it looks cool. I definitely want to try out the kill bow. I like. I like how the rules for this work. Now, granted, mm-hmm. you got to get a decent roll to get a decent attack, but that's just how accurate was this giant crossbow you're firing. <laughs> um, it just it worked together yeah um well, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a blades of corn army that army is all built on synergy you need to have the blood stoker needs to be near these guys your blood secretor needs to be in the middle so his 16 inch bubble can give everyone an attack it's like and you had that and when it was working boy was it working because your yeah. guys came in and it's like these guys have now five attacks a piece and they're doing yeah, this those, and that. like what were yeah. the bonuses you jumped on those guys because suddenly that was right. like wow Right, so the Skull Reapers, Skull Reapers come with four attacks. So you put so them near the blood. So five sec- is getting twenty attacks. Yeah, so you put them near the blood secretor, so they get plus one attack, and then you whip them with the uh, with the blood stoker, and he lets them uh, re-roll uh, wounds. <laughs> he re-rolls wounds, and uh, they can add three. To their run and their charge rolls. So they're going to get in. Now they got they're 25 gone. attacks with these five guys. Normally hitting on, what do they hit on what now? So normally they hit on threes. So they hit but, on threes, okay. But they, but they also re-roll hits if the target has five or more models. Which most of the time I did. Right, so, so you're, you're re-rolling uh, hits, you're re-rolling wounds. 25 attacks, re-rolling threes, and what's the wound ro- roll on that? Three, threes. And re-rolling threes to wound. Yeah, they only do one damage each, and they have no rend. But it's just a ton of attacks. Oh, I've only got roll, a five-up save. You're rolling yeah. twenty-five attacks. Yeah. You were doing and yet, twenty-five, and then don't sixes do something stupid? Too? Yeah, sixes to hit are mortal wounds, in addition to normal damage. In addition to the nor- not not instead not, of right. So you're rolling twenty-five attacks, re-rolling. You're getting about four mortals in there, mm-hmm. and then I've got to save. 20, 22 wounds. That was awesome. Those guys. Yeah, the, the Skull Reapers rock. I mean, I don't know if I've, I don't, I, I think people use them. I've, I've always used two units of five. 
I don't know. All I know is I was having a lot of fun playing against them because it was kind of it was kind of crazy. They're crazy. They're nuts. Because uh, it was because the game was swingy. Because you'd come in and be like, "Just here, take a bucket, blam, take this." I'm like, <laughs> "Oh no!" And then I run back and it's like, "I don't have a bucket, but." All of these sixes and oh the, god, yeah, and and suddenly the fives <laughs> were doing them, mm-hmm. and once again, if you can get it off on your big boys, because even Gobsbreck, I just and I've been finding that this is a fun, like he's a wizard and he's only got a five up save, and everyone's like, oh, he's a three hundred point model that's got a five up save and a six up ward that's not yeah. sweet well i kind of kept him back to kind of throw yeah. magic and boost and then when the whole, your whole army rushed forward you kept a couple of those characters in the back i'm like i'm just gonna fly over there and charge your five wound character yeah that was great and it's like okay and i'm gonna i'm gonna just just to be sure i'm gonna let the shaman put the poison on him too <laughs> yeah yeah you smoked the the uh the uh, the slaughter priest yeah. ganked him ganked him pretty good jumped to slaughter the, priest uh, and then and then it was like and then you ran the other dude away because it was like I did. it was like you're just gonna charge all of my characters in the backfield aren't you I'm like that's the plan and you're like oh, I'm yeah. gonna have to throw do- corn dogs at him yep and keep him in place and you did and if you yeah, hadn't I, I think I would have just one round yeah ah so much fun. <laughs> And I like I said, and I forgot a bunch of rules. But there's so many. That's the thing. This army has so many cool mm-hmm. little things. That scare tactics is a cool idea, because yeah, not only that, but the way the rule works, maybe you rethink whether you want to charge them. Maybe you don't want to charge them. Maybe if you get a good enough roll, you go charge something else. Right, because that's on a six, right? Well, no. What it is? Okay, the start shields. of the. It's the start of the. It's the scare t- at the start of the charge phase. Mm-hmm. If he's more than three inches from an enemy unit, so if he's not engaged in combat, pick an enemy unit within 12 inches that's not a hero or a monster, and I roll 2d6, adding one for every five miles in the unit. So at the beginning, it's 2d6 plus two. If it's equal or greater than your bravery, minus one for hit rolls for attacks made by that enemy unit that target this unit. So mm-hmm. literally, I'm picking a unit that hasn't charged yet. Mm-hmm. And and trying to make them minus one to hit me. It's it's literally Oof. scare tactics. So suddenly it's like, well, do you want now? I'm going to roll to charge. Maybe I go try to charge something else. Yeah. Because you can't like if, if you have to charge me, that's fine. But you're minus one to hit now. Yeah. For that first round, and suddenly you're rethinking who am I going to charge with or what am it I going to charge into? It can also be minus one to wound in the first round if you've got that other thing up, right? Yeah. The, well, you're minus one to wound, yes. Uh, all Like, that's the thing, and I didn't realize to do this when your guys first came in with the charge. If I could have done mm-hmm. that, I would have weathered it even better. Yeah. Because it's so many dumb little rules like that. Like, And they right. just have a bunch of them, and you got to remember them. You know? Yeah. That's, yeah. That what is that? What does my skull bugs do? I roll a dice before, and that was or or combat. Yeah, uh, where is it? Come on, guys, where's your stuff? <laughs> I can't re-roll ones or something. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's something. Um, where I can't find it. It's my book. Can't find it. I am the worst at this okay. game. I can't even find rules in my own book. Maybe it's oh, it's behind the spell doors. Here it is. Um, and if an enemy unit's picked to fight, roll a dice if it's within three inches of any skull bugs, which is the whole army. Add two to the roll if it's within range of a monster. On a six, minus one to hit. Mm-hmm. So six is minus one to hit, uh, basically in every combat. 
because the whole army skullbugs. On a four, you're minus one to hit if it's a monster. And I've got a couple of monsters. In the, that never happened. I forgot to roll it a bunch too, though. Mm-hmm. But it's like this is they, they just they there's a whole bunch of me messing with your ability to hit me. Yeah. Um, and it was a lot of fun because boy, did that frustrate the hell out of you. Oh yeah, so, well because you in corn, you just want to run up and smash, you know. Uh huh. And if you can't do that from turn, you know, if you turn one, you're already getting minus one. It's like ugh, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and then I also had the uh, I got the spell off right. My whole army is plus one to charge, and your whole army is minus one to charge. Right. So it was like I ran forward and grabbed the objectives, and it's like okay, you can try and and you want to charge your corn. Yeah. And I just made it harder. So oh, yeah, I failed right. the roll. Now I got to sit here. Great, because then I'll just jump up and get into your place and hold the objectives right. and keep you away. Right. But luckily for me, the I mean, all the most of the corn stuff is like add range to your charges, you know, so it kind of canceled it out. But It canceled still. a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, your corn stuff was doing enough. But it was it, – sometimes it's enough. And that's yeah. what this army does. This army, it's decent. It has a lot of fun. It can, it can, it can get stuck in and, and be orky. But this particular one, once again, if they were fighting fair – Anyone who fights fair is stupid. That's their <laughs> right. whole philosophy. Yeah. So there's all this little junk they can do that is going to give you little minus ones because they're not yeah. fighting fair. And I had right. such a blast. I um, well, it, it plays like the lore. You know, it feels like it. I, that's the that's the that's when I have the most fun with this game when the mm-hmm. armies play to the lore. And anyone who's been listening for the past two editions knows. I mean, that's in fact that's our new thing when we cover. When we cover the war section, yeah. what, what's the lore behind this? Do the rules match that? If so, let's talk about that. If not, meh. Mm-hmm. Because that's when the game gets really fun. Because let's face it, that's what we're all doing. Yeah. We're all playing. In in our head, what's happening on the board is much grander, much more, you know, it's, it's that representation, but it's that story of the game. In your mm-hmm. head, these models I painted with these guys. It's, you know, when we played, it wasn't, 30 orcs and 30 uh, grots against, you know, 30 guys. It was hundreds, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and just just a massive battle going on. And mm-hmm. and when it's when when your army actually plays the way you picture it in your head, yeah. that's that's when this game is fun. Yeah. And, and, it, and, it, and it takes like-minded people to be playing as well a little bit. I mean, maybe not so much in Age of Sigmar, but if you want, like in 40k, I think that's especially the case. You know, mm-hmm. it's tough for a narrative type 40k gamer to go into a game with like a tournament veteran. You know, those guys they're probably not going to have a great game. You know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know that's exactly. But that's it for all these games. You got to play mm-hmm. with like-minded players. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know players who play Age of Sigmar and they play. The, the you know and they're playing to win oh, like yeah. these oh, guys yeah. go play in tournaments and they play to win mm-hmm. but when your entire gaming club is always playing to win even yeah. in casual games because they're going to try to get that then everyone's on that same level mm-hmm. it's just when you get those weird you know when those weird matchups like you said if you've got a real narrative player and a guy who's coming to to wipe you off the table then those that's you know, that's that mix that doesn't yep. quite do it. Not a good mix. Mm. Definitely not right. a good mix. Right. 
uh, I can't wait to play again. I know. I'm That's, looking forward to it. Yeah, and and we're ta- already talking. I'm reading through um, the. I think I'm going to use these guys for our uh, the the campaign. Yeah. Because why not? Because this is all I want to do is is mess around with these guys. Mm-hmm. We're going to get the campaign going. We got to play Harrow Deep. We got to play a little Lord of the Rings. Like we, you, <laughs> th- this is great. I got someone to play with now. Absolutely. <laughs> Fantastic. So, which is great because now I have no excuses. Before it was like I got to drive ninety minutes to find someone to play a game, and then uh, mm. and then and it's depending on when we can find time. Plus, you and me are old; like our kids are grown. Yeah. Like right, exactly right. You know, it's, <laughs> know. we don't we don't have to work around little no. little you know little le- yeah little league or yeah you know none of that stuff yeah. <laughs> My kids are happy when. I, uh, what are you going to do today? I'm going to go play Warhammer, so I can go downstairs and watch your TV. Yeah, sure. You know, there's nobody. Yeah. To, there's nobody to interrupt <laughs> me. Yeah, I'll be gone. Have a good time. Right. <laughs> <sighs> are, are we done? Did we just kind of talk about everything? Yeah, we I talked about we our game and uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not trying so. to rush us. I'm just no. like, you know, we've been just talking all sorts of hobby stuff and and, mm-hmm. and getting our games and I, I miss this ep- I miss this kind of episode. I miss talking about the toolbox. Yeah. You played some games up in Minnesota too, right? I did. Uh what well, well, I brought Night Haunt. Mhm. And um we were just hanging out with a bunch of friends up there for a weekend playing games. I got three or four games in. I think I got four games in. I did. I got four games in. And uh, they were all awesome. Night Hunt did surprisingly well. Yeah. Um, when you want to grab objectives and you've got guys who can uh, do a couple of rerolls and you could put a few models back with a couple of spells, mm-hmm. um, they do surprisingly well against elite armies. Yeah, I feel like Night Hunt might be sneaky good in the new edition. I'm telling you... Uh, even in the games where 75 or 80% of my army got wiped off the table, mm-hmm. I still won on objectives and on points. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, they're, they are, they well, are board, resilient. Their board presence is huge. Three units. I, yeah, I had three units of 20, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, well, plus they can, they can go anywhere. Yeah, because the whole army flies. The whole army is yeah, ethereal. They fly. Now, yeah. I will say this. Um, one of the reasons I think I'm having so much fun with the orcs is because I can actually play with everything. Mm-hmm. Because when you are ethereal, you can't use all-out defense. It does uh, <laughs> right. nothing because you, bu- you can't change. Uh, I can't when, – when, when everyone – oh, I cast all my – well, you know, I'll just cast uh, – what's the what's – the, the one Arcane sh- shield. Yeah, it doesn't work for me. Like mm-hmm. there were so many things because of the way the Night Hunt army works that you cannot yeah. use yeah. in in that's basic game stuff for everybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was weird. Um, but then we also played Kill Team. And let me tell you something. Yeah. Um I love this game. I, I went out try. I bought two boxes of Harlequins because I want to play Harlequins for Kill Team. That's awesome. Um we, I was playing. I, uh, Chris, you loaned me some of his uh, Eldar, and I was playing mostly Eldar against Space Marines. Mm-hmm. Um, and Space Marines are so hardcore in this game. Yeah. Um, I've got a whole Phobos army just waiting to play Kill Team. It's it's I, 
it's a small number of models, but every model can get his own thing. What I like about this is you kind of set up the table, and then you get the, the scenario picked out, and then you make your list. Mm-hmm. Like, and they can bring the battle suit, can't they? The 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 Phobos army. I it, think uh, so. I'm like, it's sure other, they could bring the battle suit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but you you have a limit to what you can bring. But yeah. the cool thing is because you can write your list at the table. Mm-hmm. If you've got a few extra things, yeah, you can write your list at the table. Uh, that's and that's cool. yeah. Um, now, if you play Harlequins, you get literally you have eight. You have one unit of eight models. Okay. Harlequins is always one unit eight models. You get one leader, and you get the other seven basic Joes. You can take two guys who are called gunner and they get they can take something other than the shuriken gun you know yeah but that's it so when the boxes they sell them as sixes so i had to buy two boxes Mm -hmm. so i made a i made different options i made two different leaders i made a leader from each box with different a different loadout or they got a solitaire and then yeah and so the two yeah the two leaders whatever they're called this yeah i just made them a different loadout yeah. Um, and then I made, I think, three of the shooters. I took different loadouts to them. I can only take up mm-hmm. to two. And then I took, uh, yeah, three. Yeah, because then I did the other seven as basic dudes because if I t- wanted to, I could take a leader and seven basic dudes. So I made sure to have seven yeah. basic dudes. I mean, now I have some variety. I can pick what I want to do. By the way, if you want to uh, make sure your opponent has almost no fun, <laughs> Bring uh, whatever the custodes. Oh yeah, they actually FAQ'd and 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 dialed them back mm-hmm. because I, I looked at the rules. Hardcore. They're that that's broken. Like apparently, yeah. when you go to tournaments for this, apparently that's mm-hmm. like everyone who's coming to win is bringing custodes because they were that bad. Like they literally went back and one of the one of the things they did when they FAQ'd the game when the, the FAQ came out while we were that weekend playing. <laughs> and basically they said, because uh, I, I think they had four action points, so they can do four oh. actions, and with their yeah. rules, that basically means they could do a bajillion things. There's like three models, right? Yeah, but it doesn't matter Yeah, because they can do everything. I yeah. mean, they, they're they hardcore. Um, they got dialed back to three action points just like the rest of the Space Marines because even they realized with all the special rules they get, giving them four actions is dumb. Yeah, because they were trying to compensate for the fact there's only three of them or something like that. Still, they they only need three. They are <laughs> they are gross. It's so wow. wonderful. Um, but yeah, uh, there were people there playing orcs. Orcs seem like a lot of fun. You have enough orcs mm-hmm. where you could play a couple oh, of different yeah. things. Uh, yeah. The orcs was fun. Regular space marines are fun. Um, like I said, I played with the Eldar, and there I can't wait to play. Uh, Necrons do real nice. Mm. Necrons are if you once you and they all you know everyone plays different so you find your style and play it but yeah. boy oh boy we're gonna have some fun playing, playing kill team we are okay. gonna have a lot of fun and once you get the rules down and know how to play you can play a game in like forty five minutes which means wow. we could have you gotten three games done games. in yeah. the time it took us to play a game of Age of Sigmar so yeah so what do you need to start you just need isn't there uh a I actually bought. They had a, and I don't know if they still have it. Let me take a look and see if they have it. Let me look up Kill Team because I got the I got the Games Workshop page open here. I bought the uh, everything except the models set when they came out with the box oh, okay. set yeah. um, because they have special dice. You're going to need the dice. 
and you're going to need the tokens. In fact, here it is, the Kill Team Essentials Collection. That's I what I bought. Yeah. Uh, and it came with uh, the tokens. Here, what, it, what does it come with? Everything you need to play Kill tokens, Team. Tokens, cards, core book, and the compendium. Yes, which the tack off cards is really nice to have. You need the core book with the rules, and the compendium is all the different, uh, all the different you know armies lists, that you can yeah. pick. And yeah. you want the dice and the barriers and the and the and the measuring. You want all of this, mm-hmm. and it's I, I don't know if it's any I don't know if it's essentially cheaper. Yeah, but I mean, granted, and you look at this as it's one hundred and fifty three bucks. Mm-hmm. You can Which, get all this at Grognard Games. Yes, you can. You can get it at Grognards. Okay. Um, the beauty of this, in my opinion, is yeah, it's 153 bucks. But if you're playing this, you probably already have some 40k stuff. Yeah. And all of this stuff is you could just pick stuff out of the army you already own mm-hmm. and put it together. And this is every single thing you need. It's all the books, all the cards, all the tokens. I bought this, and like I said, I didn't have any 40K stuff, so I borrowed Chris Yu's Eldar, and I didn't need anything all week. I, I had more than what I needed. Hmm. So there's, I, a, there's, a, uh, there's a battle report for this on the Warhammer Plus site, too. And I did watch it, and they showed, taught you sort of how to play, and uh, it's fine. Like, and, it, and it did. It actually helped me because I hadn't played yet, and it gave me a good feel for how it works. Um I don't know. I really like it. Uh, you can get the Kill Team Octarius, which is actually only $46 more. And for $46 more, you get the terrain and you get those. All the models, right? All the models. But I didn't know if I was going to want to play or not. Like, and, mm. and now I'm now I'm kind of pissed I didn't buy it <laughs> because those models are fantastic. I mean... Yeah. For orc commandos and and those guard guys, and that's the that's orc commandos and guards, I think. Yeah. But seventeen terrain pieces, like yeah. it's everything you need to really get a game going. Um, you know, I don't know. I think it's great, and that's isn't this the one that's got the? Is it guard or is it the? Yeah, it's the it's the. Uh, or is it it's the, the guard? It's the guard and the. Um, yeah, it's the Krieg. The commandos, yeah, yeah, the oh. orc commandos. Yeah, but yeah, it's the but it's the it's not the regular uh, Imperial Guard. It's the it's it's the Krieg models, which are yes, just yeah, so sweet, which are, which are amazing. Yeah, I'm kind of kicking myself now for not getting it, but I, you know what? For the one time in my life, I actually played it safe <laughs> and said, you know what? I showed some restraint. I did, and now I now I and I loved it so much. Now I'm mad at myself. Yeah, for not actually. If you're gonna get like, I mean, granted, if you don't care about orcs or if you don't care about Krieg, save yourself the forty bucks. But just the, the just the terrain you get with it. Yeah, sell the models. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I could have just kept all that cool terrain to to have a kill team board. I could have sold the models, and I would it would have cost me less than if I'd have the bought the bought the essentials collection. But mm-hmm. that's just my opinion. Um. Oh, it's so good. And now they got the the new the the. They got the box set with the Tau. Yeah, the Tau and the sisters. <sighs> also, you know this is you know this is just the this is the free sample of crack 
to make you into an addict. You know this, right? Of course it is. It's just to pull you into 40K. Right, because the game is, this is so much fun, and it's like, oh, you know, I got a couple of units. Maybe I tr- I'll try <laughs> a couple of different units, and then I'm uh-huh. playing, for, you know, Suddenly you're playing Harlequins. Oh, now I'm playing Harlequins. Now you got to paint all those guys. Yeah, I'm not going to do the checks. I'm trying to figure out how I want to paint them. And I was only 12, and I'm totally going to paint them. I'm yeah. trying to just, but I'm trying to figure out what I want to do with them. I figured there's only twelve. I could try to paint them at least decent. Yeah, you could just do a, like a simple, like half or quarter color scheme, something easy. Well, and I'm thinking I'll paint them and I'll put like a diamond or a symbol on on a let. And but I'm not painting. I'm not. I don't no. think I'm going to go and paint the 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 the, 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 the motley. Checks. You don't need to do that. That's that's work. And as we oh, already yeah. said in the beginning of this episode. Yeah, we we ain't about that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I I yeah nah nah. I kept looking at it. I kept trying to figure out ways to do it. And it's like you know I could just go put the tape down and get the lines in there straight, and then I could just nope. fill in each line. That's work. Once again, that's work. Yeah, maybe nope. maybe if I got done and I had eleven of them done, so I could play with the eight. Maybe yeah. one guy I give it a shot. But honestly, yeah. have you met me? I'm not giving <laughs> it a shot. I'm not. Uh, yeah. You know, not going to happen. Oh, all right. We're going to go. I think we're done. Yeah. Because, okay. yeah, you got me on the tangent here. So before we go, I mm. de- want to once again want to thank our sponsors. Thank you. Yep. Thanks to uh, Chaos Rock Superstore. And thank right. you to Six Squared Studios. And, of course, thank you to Grognards. Beep, beep. Uh, and all of our Patreon patrons. Again, associate producers Christopher Sanders, Big Jake, and Jake Corman. Executive producers Colin Miller, Tyler McDonald, and Scott Milne. Our newest patron, Red Martin. All of you guys, seriously, thank you so much for being part of that one percent. Chris, yo, we got to figure out what we're doing for the next episode. I don't know when. Uh, I don't know if we can do Nurgle yet. I don't remember. I don't know what the release date is. But also, we got to start prepping, prep, because the Christmas episode's coming, and it's honestly, uh, honestly, it's my favorite episode of the year. Yeah. Talk about the stuff that came out during the year, and we cover our three top and our three bottom. And the three top, three bottom from. And if you have any honorable mention. Yeah, Age of Sigmar. I mean, if you have to spread out, you can. If there's something that just got you so good, I mean, there were. I mean, we have talked about, I think, uh, I think one year we talked about Underworlds and things like that. Mm -hmm. And heck, there was one year where we didn't even. We had to search to find three bottom because everything was just coming up roses that you know but yeah um so much is out there so much to pick from so start working on your list now i've got a all good right. idea of what mine is already so all how right. do you i gotta figure out how to filter the stuff that came out this year Goodness. i'm trying to in fact I, I i the guy i talked to the guys at games workshop who who sent and i'm like hey um any chance get me a list of what came out this year for just mm. for Age of Sigmar? And he said he thinks he could, but he had to check, and it might take him a little while. I'm like, dude, I just need it before, like, the 10th of December. He's like, I think <laughs> I can help you out there. So trying yeah. to get that. Um, otherwise, the worst part then is then we got to start going through the episodes for the year and trying to figure out what came out. And that's, that's once again, that's work. That's, that's, yeah, that's work. Yeah. We're not that's about work. That. I want to do that. So, All right, folks, until next time, only the faithful will be triumphant. Only the faithful will stand when all others fall, and only the faithful know no despair except in failure. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Oh, Farsegmar. There we go. Excellent. See you guys later. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.